Z. Data transmission, Peace, what's going on? How much? That's it? I guess. <laughs> All right, sound like a plan. Well, let's get to it. Okay, so I did want to, um, part of the giveaway, I was thinking about doing like a free consultation or onboarding for people, anybody who wanted to do an NFT project, but I'm like, at least let me get people over onto the Discord first, so they can even understand because there's really levels to this stuff but um hell i'm about to say i wish bro i just let me shoot him a damn link to the room because my partner he oh my god he was killing the 1099 process last night people would have been so mad oh yeah he'd be crushing people's dreams fam <laughs> Oh, bro, what's going on? Y'all, huh? <clears throat> I Michi room up. What's going on with that? Michi been just taking care of business. He's still up here from what I was hearing. Oh, he's still up in Michigan? So, right. Yeah. So, I haven't heard of him, like, going back down to Ohio or anything. So, um, he had his room open yesterday and stuff like that, and then that was it. And you know the weekends he barely do he barely do the weekends. I'm about to say Jai's probably still sleep, fam. Man, not yeah, probably knocked out. Up on Twitter spaces all night. <laughs> uh let me uh Oh yeah, but yeah, for the link about the top, if y'all follow those directions, you will be eligible for um one of the Discord NFTs are a token drop or either a cash app drop, depending on where you place in the rankings. But yeah, I'm just making sure that um, shit, it's a holiday weekend to put some money in some pocket, you know, transfer some wealth over to somebody just through these simple processes. And also by us, I just always tell people pay it forward. So it's hard to do that if you don't necessarily know the process in order to pay it forward. So that's really what we're talking about today. Like shit, what is to generate money? Because what else is everybody on this app for? You know, like, everybody's... Whether it's this fucking birth certificate shit at 1099, somebody's always looking to move a bag, fam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I said yesterday, people were trying to do drawdowns. I was like, uh, okay. They were doing drawdowns. man. I don't... I understand these things are out here, but I don't want to... You know, some people, they end up get caught up in these things and become lazy at their life now. So it could just be this easy. I'm like, nah, nah. What's going on tomorrow? You want to come up? There you go. I got you. <clears throat> Can you pull her up? Yeah, I did. Yeah, so... 
Peace, peace. What's going you on? You know, it's a, it's, it's a right way how to do things and stuff like that. It's just a lot of people get caught up in a lot of hype over some stuff. Like, yeah, you do this, this, that, and third. I'm like, I'm like, all right, all right. You know, you know, people are trying to trying to get hands over some shit they didn't got nothing to show for. Oh yeah, oh for sure. We gonna get into all that because like I haven't, you know. I don't like necessarily dropping some of that stuff in other people's rooms because they get attitudes because, like, technically I'm messing up their money because if they mm-hmm. get on the back end off of teaching people some of these processes, but they're not telling people the whole truth, when I come in here and I start telling the truth, I fuck up their back sometimes. So I be being mindful of that. I made enough enemies last year. I'm like, I don't need no more this year. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, look, so... All right, so people want to do drawdowns and shit. I was like, all right, that shit is too much. I can understand you want to do the accounting for your shit, but explain the drawdown process or what it is that people are trying to do, and then we can see if we, whenever people present a situation like that, I always try to see if it's actually remedy in it or if we should just let it go. So explain the drawdown for me. Okay, so the idea that people have right now about doing drawdowns are people are trying to do a drawdowns on the credits. And stuff like that. So it's like, uh, oh, they try to go to the feds. Okay. So yeah, it's like you're trying to pull a credit from you know the treasury and stuff for certain things. So like when you guys like when these people fill out these forms, they're trying to do it for purchases and stuff like that. Um, but crazy shit is like, remember like yesterday we were talking about like there's a couple out here that's. That's trying to uh, pose as, oh, we could be your trustee, this, that, third, and get it done for you. You gotta, you gotta pay us eight percent. Do this, that, and the third. Now, this person is trying to do for six hundred people or some shit, right? And they trying to do like, a, like, a, like by contract, this, this as, yeah, you be your trustee, and this. I'm like, okay, so people are on this Zoom. And I I never be on these Zooms or anything like that. But people come back and tell me about this. They're like, that shit don't sound right. I'm like, you're damn right. How do you do 600 people on a drawdown and don't think somebody's not about to come after you? So I'll tell you the only way you do that shit legally without any issues within the United States jurisdiction. With the church. So, right, right. Um, that's the only legal way that you're going to do that shit without any problems and then most churches going to be 501c3 so they're going to have limitations in which they can operate but even still you would need a in order for that to be legal you would need a legal membership program or an enrollment to show that these people are a part of the same affiliation that's the only legal way that you can do that otherwise you will be subject like because you're dealing with negotiable instruments right so you're dealing with security so who who coming to see you next the SEC Yep. So, um, cause people are getting the idea like, yeah, you know, if we want to go acquire something, we have to do it this way, do a drawdown. So you are able to get it. I'm like, okay, that's very interesting. But just like how you talk about creating instruments, like why you guys didn't go that route. You guys already be talking about this, uh, uh, United States is obligated for a debt. Okay. People are trying to take shortcuts here and there um, to acquire the United, things. Uh, the United States is obligated to take care of whose debts. Public and this debts. is the beauty about this one particular 
my 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 particular project, the Trust Land Baby Project, is in order to remove people from needing these fucking handouts or these situations, period. Because in no disrespect, that's really what it is because you're requesting something that you yourself did not go out and develop and get on your own because you didn't establish that contract. Whether it was you were a child, it was like you were under the age of 18. You didn't have any control over any of those particular instruments. The goal is to assert yourself in a situation to where you don't even have to deal with these motherfuckers. Like y'all really want to play with IRS paperwork y'all whole life? Shit, I live right up the street from the beach. I don't got time to be playing with 1099s all day, bro. I want to go take my son, my son and go play in the sand and shit. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah, so so it's just it's crazy. You know, that's, that's what people are trying to do and everything like that. So, look, I'm, I'm over here. I'm on, I'm saying, hey, I ready to get all my credits back off the shit that I spent, like, doing a good accounting. That's about it. But Y'all trying to do drawdowns and stuff like that. That shit is like crazy. Okay. Like, Hell no. About the accounting aspect, what does proper accounting actually get you? So let's say that I'm somebody. Well, I'll I'll be specific. I myself, mm -hmm. I'm a I'm classified as an Indian. Constitutionally, Indians are non-taxed. So if I do a form of accounting and I'm classified as not being taxed anything that i show that i actually put into the economy then i should be eligible to do what receive a refund on any of my you know like because technically i'm not in debt at this point i'm just paying right. into their system and with proper accounting i should be eligible for a check right or wrong right no you're right just want to do it that way yeah yeah but you know regardless if you know we remember what we talked about yesterday it was like well if your status or you're not corrected. You see what I'm saying? You can't. You're not going to be able to get those things. So, so what we really need to discuss then is because, like, once again, and then shout out to everybody who served. You know, like I'm a I'm a military child. My family got a long, almost like 500 year military history on this land, from treaty signers all the way up to my parents. And even some of my cousins still active duty right now to this day who are younger than me. And even what my little brother-in-law, he a Marine. So like I support that aspect. And you know, I love this land. I don't care as what it I don't care for what it has become into some capacity commercially. But shit, we in all honesty, we live in the best place, one of the best places on this world. And motherfuckers really have a disdain for this system because they don't understand how to maneuver in it. And once you understand the rules of engagement, you're not gonna you're not gonna be a hater. You're gonna you're gonna recognize real, and you're gonna understand what it takes to win. And you won't be you're not gonna be salty at somebody who established a trust in order to put them and their people in a better situation. You're gonna understand the game, and then you're gonna do it for yourself, because that's all the United States did. They established a constructive trust. They enrolled the Indian tribes into that trust. And then they made everybody subordinate um, citizens underneath it. That's the same exact things a lot of people are trying to implement within their own households now. Drew yeah. Ali told people, these Europeans will teach you how to run a government, fam. And oh, yeah. It's right there in your face. And they making it hard. But And then also just paying attention to the patterns, patterns of success. There's the public processes, and then there's the private processes. 
I've explained this before in some of my, um, like actually when I just started coming back out teaching because this was information I, I learned in the last couple of months. Um, it's a monetary teacher. His name is um, Dr. Edward. I actually got the book in my book bag, but he wrote the book on how to beat the market, how to beat the dealer. And before I came across this information, I always thought it was like the books about money was, you know, um, think and grow rich, Napoleon Hill, rich dad, poor dad. No, that's the public people rich books. The mm -hmm. people private, they're learning about, hold on, I'm about to grab this book title for y'all. Oh yeah. All right. This is Beat the Market by Dr. Yeah, Edward Thorpe. Y'all should look up who Edward Thorpe is on YouTube. Shit probably gonna be boring, but it's gonna be very beneficial. And if anybody ever seen a movie 21, when my man's is counting cards and he actually they go beat him in the casinos and stuff, that movie is made about Edward Thorpe. He was a professor at MIT and just through his understanding of risk management and how you maneuver when and also that gambling is no different than the stock market he was able to become a multi-millionaire he's wealthy as hell so like that's a that's a perfect example of the information that they give the public about money yeah they teach you all the spiritual side but they won't give you the mechanical side the private sector everybody who's run a, a, a large and hedge fund has read edward thorpe's book so that means anybody who's a multi-millionaire or billionaire has read that information that i just told you all about so are you going to play with the public sector information or are you going to deal on the private side where equity and trust and money is actually generated yeah Yep, so, uh, shit, there's a lot of people that's more a public that's playing with private, playing with private things, and that's it. You have to be taught um, about the private sector in order to properly maneuver in it, or you have to pretty much grow up in it, and that's all you know. Because the, the things that the public know like literally this is the reason why some people get in trouble in court because they're giving trade secrets to the public they're standing up first off you walk in somebody else's jurisdiction and then you start chanting um processes that the public is never supposed to know about in front of the public and you're in violation of trade secrets and you get put in contempt of court for saying things out loud that the public should not know mm -hmm. all understand yourself when you're in the public sector and when you're in the private sector because it's a thin line because ain't nobody just you know like putting you in a room be like this is private time this is public time no it's like these are things that you really have to be taught and educated in the same way with the legalese language peace peace please i see a, I see a, a couple of y'all coming in what's going on everybody oh yeah yeah y'all yeah. see the link up at the top we doing a giveaway um in order to get people over into the discord because i'm actually going to be dropping some documents for free over in there and um yeah just we just want y'all to support and everything we giving away tokens and we also got a small cash app giveaway so just make sure that y'all um tap into the giveaway so that y'all can be eligible to receive whatever it is you're gonna get but i'm waiting on my teammate to pop in like i said i figured his ass was up all night he'd be up till five in the morning on twitter 
Shoot, where's uh, where's Bonded at? Probably was up on Twitter with his ass. <laughs> I thought I seen him on earlier. Who are you talking about, Jar Bonded? I thought I seen Bonded uh in a room earlier, or make a room, or something like that earlier. Let me see. Let me. See. What's going on, Marco? What's up, Deshaun? Y'all got something to say? Come on. Um, I'm about to say it's open floor. This um, AMA is actually ask me anything, and that goes for anybody up here, fam. We can we, this open floor discussion. Oh yeah, peace, peace, fam. Supreme rising, everybody. And uh, I appreciate you opening up this floor, and especially tying it into crypto, because I've been, you know, uh, talking about unstoppable domains. And uh, the perspective of the transfer from the SEC over into the private sector. I've been hearing about uh, what is the central bank uh, digital currency. Is there a way uh, that we lock down our own domains that match our old contracts? And uh, do you think there will be some type of transfer or do we have? To, to get our, you know, contracts, uh, the old contracts before they became smart contracts, the, the, the conversion. What do you think? Okay. So the crazy thing is about smart contracts, like how my partner expressed this. A lot of us think that smart contracts popped up in the last three, four years. Uh, actually, um, CryptoPunk's like from 17. So, but people, a lot of people think that's when smart contracts came about. Smart contracts were around in the 1980s. So as it pertains to cryptography and data logging and stuff, some people's data is already attached to smart contracts. They just don't know. Now, as it pertains to you controlling that on a particular blockchain or a um, a domain name, so like you can get your you can get your straw domain at .eth.soul or whatever, and then within the back end, you can upload whatever documentation, if you would like to, that would be public record or you can redact it. And these would be, I actually see it like this would be people's public profiles. And this is where you'll be directing people for particular things will be these particular blockchain domains. So like, I feel like you are on the right track. And it's, in, it's imperative that we assert ourselves in a position of where we are on our own blockchain and doing these things versus putting it on an ETH or a dot soul when you don't necessarily control the mining aspect or the consensus for these particular technologies. So even though they're, they, they may be DeFi, well, the only real DeFi system is blockchain. So even though that they may be readily available, we still have to be mindful of us not controlling that particular data. It's no different than you um shopping on fucking Amazon and then they start sending you suggestive advertisement because Jeff Bezos collecting your data and it's no different on the blockchain. They're still utilizing the hash blocks and they're monetizing because they mine off of this stuff. So you still gonna be letting somebody make money off of your IP. So that's the part that we want to control. Gotcha. So the web 3.0 when we got, because I got a few uh, from un Unstoppable Domains, I paid 20 bucks. They, uh, they're supposed to be mine for life. And uh, it shows up in my OpenSea's wallet with MetaMask. And uh, it was saying that those are wallets. Those are for uh, 
uh, websites and, and things of that manner. So they're like multi, like dot DAO or dot NFT or dot coin and things like that. And uh, and so I was just just trying to get with you on uh, the process of that because it seems like we're a little premature for, you know, our culture, you know, but, uh, I, you know, first in line, first in time, want to get all this stuff set up properly. No, you're, you're completely on point. And um, I wouldn't necessarily say that we're premature. If anything, we are, if you're paying attention, you're on time. And the other 98% of the world is going to be late because regardless of us coming into these rooms and everything, if you don't go get a wallet, a crypto wallet, whether it's a phantom wallet, a MetaMask wallet, and you start asserting yourself into this technology, you're going to go behind because the World Economic Forum just last week, they like I said previously, they said by 2030, everybody will be comfortable owning nothing because they're going to have everything on a digital platform. They're going to give out credits. Y'all keep, everybody keeps on talking about credits and that shit crazy. I was watching the new Star Wars, the Obi-Wan last night and my man's was sitting down and he was, uh, um, he was like, you got any credits for old war soldier or something like that? And I'm like, damn, I'm like, we about to be here soon. <laughs> and it's just, it's different the way the shit click when you hear it. And I'm like, we're going to be on a, on a credit based system when we move into the technology and the credits will be digital zeros and ones, cryptocurrencies on blockchains. And in some capacities, those things will be issued out directly from the government as stipends or as damn stimulus. And they'll be able to regulate your your wealth at that point if we don't get in on the ground floor. Because if you allow somebody, it's going to be the same thing that happened with the United States. Um, they was able to take control over it and we didn't like step up and assert ourselves in that particular situation. So we gonna watch the same shit happen with the digital world that happened in the physical world if we don't put ourselves in the situation to stop it or at least control our own data. Right, and that's what I've been seeing and um, that's what I've been feeling, but it's hard to find people that see the same and still see the sovereignty side of things. And uh, especially when we talk about our contracts our uh, securities and things in that manner from birth certificates from, you know, tying 1099A's credits into uh, in, in, into the NFT world, into the blockchain, going into smart contracts and obligations and being able to control uh, wallets and all of that stuff. And, and basically from a trust to a trust list and a permissionless system. So just that conversion is, is you know, we, a lot of us are just learning about what a trust is and then to learn what a DAO, a decentralized autonomous organization is, is you know, is, is new. Yeah, and so we have to establish these groups, these systems, education platforms in order so we can fast track our people. And, um. You know, honestly, like my part, my partner, he really opened up my eyes to the game. And it's, and it's a lot of it is because like people financially set, they be like, get that shit away for free, fam. And it was like, what you charging people for this shit for? Just give it away for free, especially if you know how to make the money. And that was my mindset when I was teaching when I was younger as well. But I got to a point where I'm like, people don't respect free shit. That's not my problem. 
as an educator, you just make sure that you put the information out there. And as a business person, I always make sure that I'm supposed to make sure that I'm taken care of and my team taken care of. So if, as long as I can do those two things, I'm like, everything should work out. And, and what they say, if you build it, they'll come. So literally, so he was just like, as it pertains to the, the information about dials, blockchains, cryptography, even if y'all, if y'all want to play with that 1099 shit, like me, myself, I went and I got educated in the way that they teach regular United States citizens how to file taxes, even though I already knew how to do it the other way, because it's important to know how it work on both sides. Right. So if you're not willing to necessarily do those type of things, um, you're going to just fall into the consumer realm and that's fine, but understands what that means for you and your future. So it's really about what you all want for yourself and what's like what your goals are. Do you want to play in this hamster? Like, you want to stay on this hamster wheel? Or are you really trying to assert yourself in a new capacity and really get to a bat? And the reality is, if you think that it's going to come from the United States government, when have they ever, honestly, ever taken care of any fucking body? Like, let's just be real. And I'm going to post some court cases up so y'all can actually see, like, what happened when that 1099 shit go left. Because a lot of people there just tell you the the rainbow and lollipop aspect, and that's not the case all the time. Because and I've had videos up on my YouTube of me interviewing people who have had success to an extent with the 1099 process, and then it just takes for the IRS to get hip to what's going on, and then they start coming to stress you out, and they start trying to come take your shit. So I don't want that for none of you all. But there is remedy, but there's it's usually it's usually an equity as it pertains to trust. And the IRS has little to do with that unless there has been a trespass and you're doing a form of accounting and you're supposed to be receiving something. And that's really what you're utilizing them for as fucking accountants, as a third party. So you gotta be mindful of the way you contract with these people. It's a bag out here for everybody. It's just it's a lot of misinformation and people have misdirecting people towards invisible money that they will never be able to obtain. And I'm going to show you what happens when you actually get that shit. So I'm about to grab this link. You got something to say, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just piggyback off of what you said, like, yeah, like people out here, they're doing it in a certain way where they grab so much and then they come knocking at your door wondering like, yo, you did this, you know, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. The only thing I can say is like, if you're going to get involved with those forms, get involved with those forms because you already did commerce out here. And if we understand the state, how the state, what comes to the state, return to the state, I'd rather see you do accurate shit like that than to be out here and say, I'm about to do a drawdown. <laughs> at least you can show proof of of that shit that you have done like if you if it's with banks or if it's with uh any financial institution or with any contract and stuff like that and we understand that from the estate standpoint i rather see you do it in that manner for doing it than to be out here to say hey i'm about to try to swipe up a quick bag by doing a drawdown so i go just do this that and third it's almost like the similarity of uh amateur people doing it it's just like the ppp shit but people is like shit I, I i racked up 20 grand and then they go blow it and do some stupid and then next thing you know the feds are knocking on your door 
question question i had about 1099a because i had one in my bag since 2018 and uh you know i was just only in the beginning realizing well not realizing just i was taught that it was like for discharge of bills or certain things and now the uh acquisition side of it of uh getting approved online with the 1099 online and all of that and um using the treasury uh as the actual lender and and getting a fiduciary uh, and whatever they have to do because at that point the fiduciary or the or the agent or the you know uh the 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 the, the people that's going to actually be the parents to this uh that's going to be controlling the broker and uh that's going to be controlling that has to put in uh whether it's a 1099 or i mean a 10 uh what is it an oid or the the 1099c or whatever process that is because i'm not actually familiar but i'm just hearing that that's like you know is it you know now i'm hearing drawdowns but what does y'all take on just uh going to a dealership or a fiduciary or an accountant or someone uh in those uh, fiduciary positions to deal with a 1099. Is that safe or no? Well, I really don't. Well, what it is is that, uh, and DJ, <laughs> DJ was talking about like, bro, just go in there with good credit. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say that's gonna be, that's gonna be my ticket for um, anybody. Um, so the thing is, when you sign, when you do those documents, if you're doing a paper copy, or even if you're doing them online, they gonna ask you who's signing off on them. So there's gonna be a level of liability. I'm up for certain situations, I for sure will use a third party in order to sign off on things because I don't want liability, especially not when it comes to the IRS. And if I'm not the one who did the documents, if it's a mistake, I'm not the one who's liable. And then there's clauses that were other individuals if they're not receiving the money, they're legally entitled to make mistakes. So it's about moving in the manner in which you're protected. So yeah, I'll use a third party as that type of fiduciary relationship. Now, for me, utilizing those documents in that particular capacity, if you read this case law, hell no, 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 no. I mean, not this, this, if you read this court case, what happened? No, 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 because I know about the history of these processes. And I've actually physically went and interviewed some of these people like, not like I was too young for the Gene Keatons and the Ted Turners, but my, my teammates, like they know them niggas personally, like, and mm. they was around them. And me, myself, I know some of the younger ones who was able to do these processes and receive checks. Motherfuckers always get the check. That's not the problem. That's trust me. That's not the problem. And then it's also making sure that you have the accounting in place in order for you to even utilize those type of federal instruments. Them shits come from the treasury, fam. So if you don't have the proper account in place, and then some people, they do stupid shit. They move off the principal. So let's just say if they ever do come back and take the check and you just left it sitting and you were letting it acquire interest, if they do come take the principal, like you're good. You made money just off of the interest. Why wouldn't you do that? Just because we wasn't taught that in most cases, but yeah, and then also people are greedy. But just if you do do it that way, there's ways to protect yourself. That way you don't end up like fam who did five years for doing OIDs, but he was pulling six million, seven million, ten million. But he already was a millionaire, and he was a European, and they cooked his ass. 
but the yeah. thing that yeah. him uh, <clears throat> utilizing um his religious affiliation arch and also operating through a trust and also making sure his accounting was proper if you see if you read the text it says that he was claiming interest that he wasn't legally entitled to go ahead man yep. yeah so um like dealing with the dealership and stuff like that um like i said people like i never seen it i never heard of anybody doing the a and then like they get a check 45 days i heard of it but i never witnessed it i don't know anybody that has now there was a person that was able to get that stuff through but off the luck and strength that the senior accountant walked in during that time of that transaction or her trying to get it done that way. And that senior accountant like pulled her to the back was like, you know, put her into a back room where they could look out, but they couldn't look in. And the senior accountant sat down with her was like, how do you know what you know? And that girl was like, I know what I know because I know. And she got lucky off the strength that, you know, it's the senior accountant. He was like, well, you asked for a car, you asked, you shall receive. Opened up the suitcase, started doing the forms for her. So people get lucky off that strength because they's like, damn, that's that 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 works. That worked. But I always say like this, people, everybody can't get what, you know, everybody can't get it that way. And in most cases, like, and you're dealing with a dealership, like, yeah, you could do it with uh, you could do, you know. If you have good credit, you know, finance it that way. Then if you know what you know about the TILA Act and everything like that, then catch them on the back end. That's what that is. Because a lot of times, like, people do contract rescissions. I've heard about that. Um, but at the end of the day, we all know, like, once you get your credit ran, that's a wrap. That's like, you know, you have to do the taxes on that stuff. So, um, like, um, bro said it the other night when Malisha had asked, and like, I'm not an information hoarder. I don't give a fuck. Y'all can look some of this stuff up. He pretty <laughs> same exact, the same exact thing that I had said. He was like, "Had your credit in order?" But he was like, instead of because I had told Malisha, I was like, "You, um, if you do this particular process, I'll be like, you come to the table and you deal with the paperwork." You know, like come with your credit proper over uh, 680. That way you legally can defer the down payment and then you deal with the contract once they bring it to the table. You just make sure that you don't get put in um, an ignorant contract. And the difference between that and what Josh said, same thing. Make sure that you got your credit in order. But he said you bring the purchase, you um, request the purchase in order and you deal with the the financing department to tell them that you want to purchase the vehicle and then they're going to bring the documents because they're going to think that you're going to cash out in that capacity but then you deal with it through the credit and like i said anything over 680 you're legally allowed to defer a down payment because the down payment actually goes to the car lot and if they want to make an issue about it like it's codes for all of that Go ahead, bro. Peace, peace. Yeah, question. I wanted to know um, as far as, because uh, I came from real estate. I did uh, 96, my first flip uh, with, with real estate to pull out 88-something thousand dollars. So I've been in the dead pledge side for years and been dealing in car dealerships and owned about four or five since uh, 2000. But now I'm on the private side. But 
I just wanted to know as far as what y'all think as far as uh like going forward with with these third with these third party dealerships, should we instead of that, do you think we should just get an accountant that we we keep to uh, cuff because or an, you know I don't like the word attorney since we went private, but you know but if it's about the estate and the trust itself, then you know that might be different. But who should we have on our side that should be able to you know handle our affairs if it's an accountant or uh? or anything like that. So, uh, yeah, basically. Um, well, well, DJ, you want to answer this or? Oh, uh, you can go, bro. Okay. Cause I, I had quite, cause he said third party dealerships. Um, so the, the dealership is a third party in that, right. in that because they are, they are the ones who are sending their requests over to the financial institution or to pull down the money on your behalf. So, and you like, you can go straight to the bank and go get the check pulled down and then go to the car lot and go get what you want. So yes, the car lot is always a third party. Car lots are fronts for banks. Uh, you talked about having an accountant or someone to know how to deal with it. Um, yeah, if you find somebody that's knowledgeable about how to do all those things, um, nine times out of ten, man, um, a lot of them don't deal in that matter. Like you ask them, like, so you know what the ten ninety nine eight is, that third is. Nine times out of ten, they don't know. There's there's people that are in the accounting business that don't know about that stuff. Right, right. Now we got our own buddies and friends. If you know, I've been in the real estate back and forth since 96 and a lot of my best friends and buddies i put them to be appraisers and they became big uh successful some of them went to jail they went a little overboard but you know sometimes you know you put your family in positions so they understand how to handle these affairs yeah it's um you're talking about trustee work and stuff like that. But I have no problem um, a lot appointing people to do what it is that I need them to do because I always know the capacity in which people are allowed to operate in. And the moment they operate outside of that, I also know how to, you know, keep them in check. Whether if it's, you know, a policy enforcer, another attorney, like I've personally used attorneys and gotten checks from court cases because I didn't feel like speaking those days. Yeah, I just felt like it was gonna be some stupid shit going on. So I told him what to say and he said everything that I wanted him to say and I left the court with a check. So it's not always bad in order to use a third party intermediary. You just have to control the situation. Definitely. And that was out of a, a trust or that was out of a a, a, a personal situation? Um, I got, where was I? I was in Michigan. I think this was this was Westland. Nah, yeah, yeah, I think this was Westland. And I had got pulled over for driving on suspended. I was young. And I went in there and I had told them I'm I had went in the back and I had spoke to the attorney. I'm like, 
this holds no precedence, this holds no precedence. And I just pretty much broke it down. I was like, this, nope, I'm not accepting that. I'm not accepting that. I'm not accepting that. And then he just, I was like, so I'm like, when we go in here, I'm like, I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to change what I just said in here, fam. So I'm like, I'm going to let you speak. And then I'm just going to confirm yay or nay, but you understand what it is that we're going in here for. And he had already seen my documentation and everything. I ain't had no problems. It's just like, I I was able to conduct that in a private capacity and I allowed the attorney in order to operate without me having to go into chambers in order to get what I wanted. That's the way they system set up to move anyway. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so yeah, so don't uh don't get caught up just doing ten ninety nine A's at a dealership, man. <laughs> People don't realize those are our accounts. Yo, if you can make it work, you like kudos to you. But like, yeah. like, like I know, like fam, you better off because better off dealing in equity, acquired a vehicle in an equitable situation through a trust. When you like do every like go get the car in the trust, come in there with a surety that has a high enough credit or your trustee like over 680 so that you can defer the down payment on behalf of said trust and then expose the fraud in the contract and then you still have you have three days in order to deal with the contract before you before you even have to take it to court and deal with it so you can expose the fraud and you can walk away free and clear and then if you actually get the purchase order you're gonna get all of the paperwork you need for the vehicle right out the gate so people be making this shit difficult and then they be involved in third parties that really have no place in this shit. Why are you putting the IRS in all your business? So basically, you said, so you, we would, we would uh, establish legal possession. And once we have legal possession, okay, which is a 680 score or some situation like that. And now you have it. And now here come these payments or a dead pledge or whatever it is. And then you will go into the equitable uh, side. Uh, and, and go ahead and cancel out. Bam, we wouldn't even get to the payment part with me. They already know before that 30 days, they was like, oh, we didn't fucked up. I'm about to say I'm handling it in the first three. <laughs> okay, yeah, 72 hours like in a, in a refinance. You know, you got 72 hours before it get funded. I've had some, I in, back in Michigan, I had some people who were actually the same exact process we talking about with the whips. They go get the check. They go get the car and they be like, mm, I don't want the car no more. And then they're like, give me my check. And then they'll walk off with bang. <laughs> For real. Like, a couple of times to D. Hey, don't do me like that, DJ, because you know I gave this man a check, bro. <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, they be like, they, but it, this be a check. A financial institution, same way how like they'll go to their credit union and shit, they'll be like, cut me the check so you know for the whip or whatever. And then the crazy they got the check cut for the car and it's in their name. So they go take it to the car like they're like, mm, no, this not gonna work for me. They go back and they cash that bitch and it's theirs. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Who does that? The trust the trustee or the no. fiduciary? Fam, you, you <laughs> Well, I mean, I've done that in conversions of credit union, so I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I get you. Yeah, that's just, that's, that's light gap for people. Like, this shit don't gotta be hard. It, like, 
th this system is really easy to manipulate. I'm like, we've watched people do it year. Like Donald Trump is the perfect example of <laughs> manipulating the system. It's possible, fam. And he didn't kept his ass out of jail doing it. Got proper accounting in place. And he moved through trust. He got family offices. He got family money. That's the reason why they can't make him pay taxes or even see his books because it's not within their jurisdiction for them to get it. His family's his family's not originally from the states, as you all know. Like they're some type of rich Europeans. They from like Nova Scotia. Not it's not even Nova. It's somewhere over there, Russian something. But yeah, yeah, they, yeah Russia. Yep. Y'all seen them Trump UCCs? <laughs> no, please explain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for, uh, real, hold on, real quick. For anybody, y'all see the link up at the top? That's a giveaway that we doing. That's for um, NFTs, tokens, and also a small cash app. So all y'all got to do is participate, and then we gonna we gonna run the process at the end of the day, and then you'll get whatever you all, whatever you fall. Um, we doing what a go NFT. That give you access to pretty much all of the documentation that a lot of y'all be looking for for free. And what is the other one? Oh, token drop, like a thousand in tokens. And then it's a small cash app as well. So just make sure y'all tap in. Go ahead, Marco, my butt. Marco, you were saying something? I know, I was just saying, I, um, uh, somebody shared some uh, some Trump UCCs one time. We see one, and um, damn, I forgot what else they shared. But yeah, he got he definitely got some paperwork done in the background. My brothers don't know about. Hmm. I'm trying to go find it. it. Should be in my uh, files. Let me see if I can get it. No. Yeah, fam. I'm best way to say it because we on the public platform is like um. Everybody with real rank know about these processes. And the crazy thing is only way you're going to, only, <laughs> only way you're going to be allowed to do this, fam, is if you tied in. Like, you're going to keep on hitting um, firewalls, roadblocks, because you, you don't have the pass. You don't have a passport to come on this side. That's the easiest, like, way I can say it. Like, it's, you literally got to jump through loops and hoops in order to be eligible to receive these type of remedies. And that's the reason why certain people are not the ones, the same motherfuckers you, you all see holding public office in some cases. Shit, judges not United States citizens. Y'all know that? Yeah, I hope they know that. <laughs> so understand. If a judge did an expatriation in order for them to be able to move federal instruments, why the fuck don't you? Exactly. Now, people got to realize that, uh, you know, just like how you just said passport, state citizenship is totally different from U.S. citizenship. No, but see, I didn't. So when I, it's, when I say passport, I mean... Best okay, way I, I know, I know what you're talking about, like getting the past to do certain shit like that. Yeah, in the Masonic order, you have to have a pass back in the day in order for you to come on people's land, and then later on, this became developed as the passport that people carry around in today. And this is your pass in order for you to come into other people's borders. 
that that situation used to be a handshake or a symbol or a sign and now it's a document in some cases so understand what it is that you're even requesting and where these systems come from because the people who manage and control these systems they belong to these organizations And I'm not speaking from the outside looking in. I'm third generation, so. Oh, y'all got quiet. I'm gonna check the chat. <laughs> yeah, but make sure y'all jump on the giveaway stuff. And, um, and this information is never to discourage anyone or anything. It's just make sure that you understand all your options because I'm not somebody who's fond of people just giving one linear option and like, this is the way, this is the only way. Like, nah, motherfucker, it's, there's usually always another way. It's the same, like, when I was young and I had one of them, like, only damn fast food job I ever really had when I was young. I had to be like 15 and I had moved to North Carolina. And these motherfuckers would be mad at me because I wouldn't cook the food their way, but I would still end up getting the same result. I'd be like, that shit take like 10 minutes longer doing it that way. I'm like, I, I appreciate my time. So I switched up the process and I was still able to get the same end result. People don't like that. But what I'm saying here is there's all there's usually multiple options in order to get the same result. So when somebody's telling you, yeah, you have to do this in order to get credits or in order to pull money down with the United States. No, 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 no. That's usually not the case. But there are ways in order for you to utilize and monetize off bonds and negotiable instruments. You can't create your own negotiable instruments legally. You can do private transactions in that capacity. All we just be saying is don't play with third parties and get your asset to the federal penitentiary. Especially if you don't know what you're doing. What's up, AG? What's up, Jazz? Omar? Make sure I speak to everybody. What's the word? Hey. What's up, DJ? Manny, DeMarco, everybody. What's up, Osiris? Hey, is, is that clone Jasmine or we got real Jasmine there? I'm glitchy. It's going in and out. Here we go. <laughs> Hold on. In the Matrix. <laughs> Manny, hold it down real quick for me. Manny, can I get a recap, please? <laughs> what we were talking about? What, what's the title? <laughs> well, it's right now, the room is about Ask Me, Ask Me Anything. Um, and we're going over, like, you know, anything that's in questioning, like, what is 1099s, UCCs. Bonds, NFT, and crypto. All right. So, uh, also, we're trying to get people uh, over to Discord. So, like at the top, at the uh, the link at the top is we're doing giveaways. So, whether it's uh, whether it's a drop on um, a little cash app gift, um, we're doing tokens, and we're also doing giveaways on you know paperwork and stuff like that. Um, and that, you know, that involves like any type of paperwork, whether it's UCC, you know, that involves in that area or whatever you might have in store for you guys and stuff like that. Um, and the reason of that, because, well, me knowing DJ for what DJ knows, he's been doing this, he's been doing this thing for a long time. Um, and still young at it. So 
um, but has has long years of experience. So instead of selling this stuff to people, we're just gonna put it out there and say, hey, we're gonna do a giveaway. Yeah, I'm not gonna hold y'all up. That wasn't my idea, fam. And like, oh, that's messed up. So no, 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 it wasn't my. I'm, I'm a real motherfucking. Fan. Oh no, like, no. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. That wasn't. Yeah, that wasn't your idea. Yeah, that idea fam. Like my partner, Josh, he was like, just get yeah, that shit yeah, away. Josh, from I was like, what? Like, do <laughs> like give Negroes free things? They'll never respect. Uh, hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey. yeah. <laughs> I was just like, definitely, then, like I gotta applaud you for I definitely, said, definitely, uh, you know, saying what you said earlier, man. Because there's a lot of people on this app, man, getting people out here hammed the fuck up, man. You know, and those that are getting this shit for real, man, they we can give this shit away. What the fuck, I'm gonna be charging? I mean, whatever you want to charge for your for your time or your, you know, whatever, it's all good. You know, everyone's situation different. Well, you know, if you getting it out here in these streets for real, man, you're not on this app trying to like, you know, it, motherfuckers on this app for real getting people hammed up, and and people are paying motherfuckers money, and they ain't teaching them the right thing, man. You know what I'm saying? And that's what's the crazy part about it, man. You know, and so I I definitely gotta I real recognize real man. Listen, I got a master class the other day, so I understand what it is, and I mean. A lot of people on here, man, they just, it, it's definitely sad, man. You know, tell the people the truth, man. All y'all got to do is get your trust together. And if you got your trust set, the fuck, you got your trust set, even the state can't pass no trust, man. Just the trust, you know, like they say, man, that trust, that's the power, man. That's the power to this all, the family office, the trust. Y'all get that shit set up, man. And and listen to this cat, because he definitely, I know, you know, you, you, you know who, who real and who not? And I fucks with y'all, man. And I'll yield on that. Peace. That's peace, fam. Most definitely appreciate it, bro. Question. Um, as far as Charles Schwab with a trust account, um, what what do y'all think about uh or any of those uh trust account tied into a brokerage account? Is that the best way to go, or should we stay with the commercial? Cause I got BBNT with my uh, Intervivos, just DBAs. But as far as the actual trust account itself, what do y'all think it should go? My trust, my um, my trust accounts are attached to my family office. My family office manages my wealth, um, my wealth planning and my estate planning. So that also includes um, a lot of our trades and investments. So my investments is being ran through my trust as they should versus them coming down to a, a personal individual and then that tax liability end up coming over to them because they hold a brokerage account attached to that most and more than likely that social security number so yeah my shit is connected to a trust yeah, that's what I was doing, setting up the trust account, uh, trying to set it up properly because I've been on the phone with these people, letting them know, you know what I'm saying, being the, uh, the beneficiary of, of this trust. I have one that I'm a co-trustee for my children, for the family trust, but uh, just setting it up to a point where uh, they can recognize 
uh, specialty deposits and those type of things? Or when it comes to those, do you rather a broker or something like that do your, uh, your special deposits and all of those uh, things like that and equitable uh, conversions and stuff like that? What do you think? Yeah, I would um, still trust. And I would make sure so when you deal with the trust, the, the original trustee has the legal ability in order to hire any more sub trustees in order to help them move the trust in the capacity it needs to be done. So that means your original trustee can actually appoint a broker as a trustee in order to manage things for the family office or somebody who carries those particular series license, like a series sevens and stuff like that. So, yeah, trust. Got you. And do you um, follow like Gemstone University as far as with the maxims of equity? And they don't, uh, it's a lot of different things. There's no, uh, they're not really believing in affidavits. They, everything is all uh, private. Everything is uh, equitable that in, in, in that uh, manner, opposed to any commercial jurisdiction. And they don't believe a crossing. They just stay all on equitable uh, levels. So uh, I was just trying to see the uh, your, your take on that side. If if uh, you deal with Jim, Gemstone University or deal with the thought process of maxims of equity and uh, you know special deposits and equitable conversions. So I've never heard of them. Can you send me um? Can you send me that information in the back channel? I like to look them up. I like I don't be blocking nobody information. I like if you if it's valid, it's valid. But like yeah. I people and. They against Gene Keaton. They against the 1099. They against affidavits. They all negotiable instruments. They want to stay on the private side and anything equitable. It's all uh, equitable remedies. Uh, so that's, that's how my elders move, and they've been real successful in that process. And um, I'm not against that at all. But um, I'm when they say again, like an affidavit stands as truth, and then if they use using maxims. Like if they're using maxims, that isn't um, necessarily what. What is this boy yelling like this for? Hold on. <laughs> oh, gee, that's family love. It's Saturday too, and a holiday weekend. Yeah. I'm give me one. What? I'm about to take out this high chair. <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> Well, yeah, if anyone had any insight on uh, just going equitable, living in equity, and just uh, staying out of the the commercial side, because uh, I, I know both sides, but for years I've just been trying to stay on the equitable side and, and figure it out. But it's it's been kind of tough, but just want to see everyone else's journey so we can uh, each one teach one and tie things in together. Uh, I for sure want to um, um, get fam information, but I am somebody who's, especially if you talk about maxims, there are maxims within the Bible and stuff. And also, I'm for sure with equitable maxims, but I would never cross out, you know, my truthful statements, especially if it comes to me ever having to deal in an equitable court because my affidavits will stand as truth. And especially if I'm to leave this place and I make an affidavit in order to, you know, attach to my trust. Yeah. Like I wouldn't cross out affidavits personally, 
but in the capacity of which he talking about, it may be a little bit different. But yeah, I want to see what they're talking about for sure. Right, right. Because a lot of people say, because I'm still dealing affidavits, and they say, well, all they're going to do is attach a piece of paper to it and, and, and uh, trade on your affidavit. So I was like, wow, you know, you know, it kind of hit me with that because I stand with, you know, uh, the affidavits and I have a bunch of unrebutted uh, affidavits uh, that, you know, I did the administration process with over 15 million dollars worth. So, you know, so I'm just really figuring it out. Is it if, if which side is uh, is this? I know private is where we live at. But if we come and play standing on the land banked in as uh as our trust is banked and we are the bank, we are the church, I'm ordained ministry online, did all of that. So when it comes to standing on the land and sending those ships into the water, relationships, friendships, partnerships, and all of these things so that we'll be able to control and not own, but control these things from uh, uh, being on the bank and actually on land with the uh, deed book and page. So that's how I've been rolling. But realizing that we can send those ships into the water and uh you know but with as far as gemstone university they just want to settle the seeds of commerce and licentiousness and not get into the intercourse of commerce and just stay all private so just just seeing everyone's uh perspective of it and knowledge to know you know what style of fighting you're going to choose yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with leaving commerce completely like yeah, that's how you, that's how we get money because my family office interacts and deals in the commercial seas. Like, you know, that's the reason why I create a vessel in order so it can go out into the seas, you know, make those type of interactions. I understand why people say those particular things, but in most cases, these are people who don't got businesses and I got several. So I can't just drop commerce and I got mouths to feed. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a little bit different. I'm the same way. I got uh, I got 12 DBAs uh, out out of North Carolina. That's on the seas, but that's coming from the trust as the parent company. So if you pull it up, the trust is the parent company. I have nothing to do with that. The trust has its own personality. The trust makes its own decisions. I have nothing to do with that. But those sole proprietorships and those uh, LLCs that are owned by that trust are controlled by that trust. No, that makes sense. It's just that it's like I've heard people make the statements like, like I hate commerce. Like, Ugh. I mean, like, yeah, like that's the exchange of energy. That's co that's commercial action. That's also sexual intercourse. I'm like, I love commerce, man. I'm like, I can't just cut commerce out my life. Like you hear. You hear the fruits of my commerce in the background. Like, why would I do that? <laughs> <laughs> Lies and sins, license. That word is so weird to break it down in etymology. Lies, sins, and licentiousness means horror. So we got to get our oaks, and then we know that commerce is intercourse. So license, police ask for your license, and then... Uh, then uh, we know we're doing commerce, which is intercourse, and then licentious means horse. So we're having sex. It's definitely a contract. So you definitely need to benefit from every contract because you're just a whore. It's like selling your soul as a prostitute. You better, for that sex, you better actually 
lay down who you actually are and, 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 and control that contract. That is your beneficiaries that you're making off of these contracts because you are the guarantor at all times. If that makes sense. It made a lot of sense to me, Islam. Peace, Islam. Islam. I might say y'all got any um anybody else got any more questions? This is AMA, meaning ask me anything. I don't it, anybody can ask, answer, open floor. Y'all can come up, raise your hands on top of don't forget to click the link up top and join the giveaway. You have to do the links in order to be eligible to receive <laughs> the NFTs, the tokens, or the cash app. Hey, you go ahead, man. Yo, no, I was gonna tell you it's a question in the chat. Um, you said what? It's a, it's a question. It's a question in the chat. Can you read it for me? I'm putting clothes on this boy. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you. Somebody asked the question: uh, How do you set up a trust account to get those bonds that are rightfully yours? All right, they said how you set up a trust account in order to do what? To get those bonds that are rightfully yours. All right, tell me a bond that's rightfully yours. If you um, if you want to, you more than welcome to come up and ask your question, so we can just talk it out. But yeah, explain the bond that's rightfully yours, and then we can talk about how you can get it. I'll tell you how you can get it, and you can monetize it right now. Oh, snap. Want to come up, Angel? And ask that question? No, I'm just because, like, in order for me to answer that question, you said a bond that's rightfully yours. Like, I just want evidence that the bond is yours. And then I'll, I'll tell you how to do it. Because did you make the bond yourself? Was this your negotiable instrument? Did you acquire it? Did you pay for it? Like, what's the... um? What's the security interest in this particular negotiable instrument in order for you to be able to monetize on it? Because I just don't like giving people wild answers and then they go do something that's going to jeopardize their situation. I'm going to ask questions about the question that you asked me so I can have an understanding so I can give you a better answer. He says, meaning the birth certificate. Oh, why do you think that's yours? Why you think the birth certificate is yours? Because it got your name on it. A... <laughs> it got your parents' name on it, too. And it, it, got all... the... it got the state name on it, too. It got the registrar's name to sign off on it, too, right? <laughs> it got a bunch of names on it. What makes it yours? <laughs> like, and I'm not trying to be, you know, like a, a asshole. These is like these are the questions that we have to ask in order to make sure that we ourselves aren't going down goddamn rabbit holes and also aren't being miseducated. So, like, I'm just asking valid questions. What technically makes the birth certificate yours? Because it has your name on it. It has several names on it. Because it got your social. Some don't got people social on it. It got their parents social on it. So what actually makes you eligible in order to say that you can claim the benefit of that said Sister Q Trust 
as a beneficiary. So these are the questions that people in most cases don't ask. So we usually don't get remedy. Exactly. And brother DJ Bay, Paul, when I seen you and brother Manny and brother DeMarco, et cetera, up here, I said, I told myself, I said, you know what? I'm not a stage person. I'm not doing the stage stuff because I go support people and people have ulterior motives, you know, as opposed to being for the people. And just like brother DJ said, you know, I, if someone asks me, I'm going to, we're going to do it together. And so we're going to do it in black and white so they can read exactly what I am reading so they can have their own understanding of these things. Because like I said before, because when you're going out to these places, these entities you know, on this current, you know, this currency, you know, on this, this wave of water that you're dealing with, no one's going to be there and say, hey, no, do this this way. No, no, do this that way. No, this is. I don't say I self-law master. You have to stand on your own square. And that's why I'm grateful for you, your brothers and sisters up here for things like this. Like when they talk about the UCC and um, I pretty much was on stage and um, pretty much I had everyone follow along and I did the same like sentence like four to five times. So if a person, they can go on their own $800,000, $1,200 computer in their hand right and for their own inner over and uh, understanding right and read it for them their own selves right and they can move and utilize it as a tool as they choose or need to be at the same time like you said but the dj got to know what you're doing because you look at my ptr it'll show you what a code is too as well so like and like i always said you have to know who you are first and foremost before you even start moving around and that's why i'm grateful for a group like this to get it from the root i land my plane peace Peace. That's peace. So much appreciated. Oh, yeah. For real. <laughs> and um, I'm thankful for like-minded people. And I really, that's the reason why, like, I also did the giveaway as well. So I can start migrating, migrating people over to a better platform for teaching where we can drop the documents, share screens, have these levels of private engagement because Clubhouse isn't private. Discord is private. So a lot of these conversations, like when y'all really be wanting people to get in depth, we can't have these conversations over here. Like I was, I just had issues on Twitter yesterday because of some of the stuff we was talking about. So, but like I said, also being able to share screens, share documents, highlight things, break them down, all bring, and then also actually like if people, it's, it's, it's like Zoom on steroids, fam. <laughs> but like I said, that's the reason why we're doing this. And I can literally just host all of the documents over there. And then I could just be like, go to this channel and then just pull this document right there. And then you can just download it right then. So I, the integration for us, like being able to get more inclined technology, like technology wise and Bitcoin ready and stuff like that. Discord is going to be detrimental in, into that involvement. And it's a it's a slight learning curve, but yeah, we're gonna get past all that. But that's the reason why I'm incentivizing people in order to come over to Discord for sure. Yeah. Um so DJ, so uh I don't want her to feel as if though like, you know, there's no no reasoning that she couldn't get to a point where I'm getting the answer oh, or anything ain't, like that. So. I just read the <clears throat> Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. It's a it's yeah to the state. Okay, correct. It does. So 
if it belongs to the state, how are you to um click the um click the link up top for the Discord link on the link that's pinned. So if it belongs to the state, how do you have control or ownership over that besides you just besides you being a holder in due course of a certified copy? Because these are the questions that we have to ask. Because this, I I don't believe not anyone has really went this in depth. They just be like, yeah, it's a bond with your name on it and you're entitled to money. But it's a bond with a bunch of names on it. So somebody's entitled to that money, but is it you? So being the holder of due course and which... Uh... I don't know how y'all feel about authentications of birth certificates and all that. Some moors feel like it's necessary. Don't some some say don't touch it. You know, it's different remedies and uh, aspects of it. But being a holder in due course and status correction, attaching it to the birth certificate of the Minnesota Rule Two Twenty. What do you feel about that? It's you just authenticated the certified copy. That's all, because you still don't got the original. So you're you're the holder in due course of a certified copy, still not the original. That's a fact. The original itself. So to my knowledge, the reason why authentication would be like blockchain would be to uh, bring the name uh, and and the notary of or whoever says it to the highest level. Would that still be able to be a negotiable instrument and traded? that way or you know or deposit into a trust as an asset you're saying um uh, you're saying a, a secondary certified copy would that be eligible in order to be traded off of well the actual long form the code the certificate of uh live birth with the authentication and then as far as uh, the status correction to put it on top of it to make as a rule to uh, Minnesota rule 220. What do you it's feel still, about that? It's still a certified copy. So that's the thing as it pertains to SEC um, rules and regulations. You, if you're going to trade, you're going to have to take it through the SEC and then they're going to realize that this is a copy instrument and then they're going to see the like technically you don't have the original in some cases when y'all actually go get yours. That's a that's like the second, third version for some of y'all. So the bond numbers is actually different. Now, if you was to take that and you would have to go through the SEC in order to be able to trade off that particular instrument. And if you are a United States citizen, that is illegal and you're not allowed to do that. So you would actually have to go. Your status correction portion would have to be a full out expatriation in order for you to be able to utilize those instruments. And you still gonna need a broker in order to do it. Because you got to go through the SEC. And if you don't carry those series license, you're not going to be able to get it done. And my partner would vouch for me because he got a DTC number. And he went through all of this. And he said it on Clubhouse the other night. And it was in, it's on the replay. And he literally walked people through the process. So, like, I'm not just talking about things that I don't know about. Like, it's not as tangible as people believe. And if you don't have the connections that you that you really need for this you gonna waste years doing these things so unless you working yourself over into the private sector where you got you know connections with private bankers 
brokers and stuff, you never gonna have a connection you need in order to work these deals because you need a certain net worth in order to be even get these types of accounts. So most people don't have a registered net worth because they haven't acquired any assets. And most people don't have businesses. And if you're going to try to associate your net worth based off of a debt instrument on a insolvent bankrupt situation, you have no value. So and that's like that's pretty much saying that your net if you're trying to base your net worth off of a birth certificate, like that's that's wild, fam. So acquiring assets. Now I'm you know, I'm asking because I've done did every aspect of of this uh I mean, there's plenty more to do, and uh, you know, once we get involved with this, we want to make sure we we protect it uh, from every aspect. But as far as building the, uh, so let's say unrebutted affidavits, and you said acquiring assets, would that be considered as acquiring assets instead, or a silver bond, or something like that, going off of the trust? With maybe just little as twenty-one dollars, that that method, uh, in, instead of uh, these commercial practices, would that be different? Manny, you you going? Or you want you no. want me to go? No, you go ahead. You go. All right. Um, excuse me, sir. So, for me. The asset aspect, it is more it's more physical, land based, silver based, things like that. And if it is bonds or negotiable instruments, they're usually backed by something such as my silver or other monetary aspects. But um I just like yeah, I have negotiable instruments and securities. I don't necessarily deal with um what's the best way to say it? I don't deal with the instruments that the United States have made unless they're um, bonds and things like that that I have acquired. So, can we say that safe that we don't you don't deal with the Sesta KV trust or you deal with the other uh, remedies besides the Sesta KV? I don't see no need to play with the birth certificate at all because I've been able to acquire enough value on my own just through my businesses. So, um, how much value? I got a company that's worth more than my birth certificate. So, <laughs> like, literally, got the valuations higher than my birth certificate. Cusip, and yeah. So, just let yeah. <laughs> All right, right. I, I get it. So we build up these assets, and uh, and and uh, acquire your own assets and the thought process of this instead of taking the easy way out just trying to tap into fidelity see what your birth certificate is worth and that's all you put in work for and that's what you're fighting for opposed to your silver bonds that you created and, and the assets that you created amongst crypto or whatever uh, uh, assets that you can and or even notice to claim certain uh, contracts and contracts and assets uh you know because uh michi was going hard on the will and source data and things like that and uh i pretty much it all uh, resonated home but this is things that i haven't practiced but i've been practicing uh you know the the the, the lawful side of things but i wanted to know everything so I wouldn't be, you know, uh, even if it's not my style, I don't want to, if I'm teaching somebody and they're learning from me, uh, just to know 
that I'm just not knocking down somebody else's remedy because fighting is fighting. You got different styles. I want to, you know, make sure that, you know, some people say, hey, this is all uh, public. Because I have people arguing with me about the public because I chose all private remedies for the last few years, equitable conversions and things like that, special deposits and trying to learn these things. But the public side has been like, oh, well, you know, you got two sides, you're, you know, right right and left hand. So it's so weird. And I was just trying to just get to you uh, Deshaun, what you just said, and uh, just like how you just said, like how people are trying to get access to this, that, and third. Um, the real, and that's the real problem. A lot of people want to get to those things, and then they don't want to do nothing else. Um, even if like people don't know how to take something as a stepping stool to get into something else, they'll get into a stepping stool and get comfortable, and don't get off that stool at all. And that's a real that's that's something like that can hinder you in the long run. So um, like some people are not in the same position, like how DJ is fortunate to be in the way how you operate and everything. For a lot of us, we're coming from the bottom, from the bottom scale and working ourselves up. There's a lot of information that comes at us. We use that information. We're trying to say, hey, I'm going to see about this. I want to see about that. But the real thing about it is, is like, OK, once you have it, now what? Because you don't just stop progressing at one point of getting something um, and stuff like that. Uh, a lot of people, um, they tried to get access to their birth certificate, um, you know, through whether it's a TDA account or whatever it might be. Don't get me wrong. Um, it's, it, it is it's still it's its own security. It is still good enough. Uh, people are trying to grab something tangible. Um, like it's like, oh yeah, I got all this money, this that third. I'm like, uh, you play with you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Um, but it's it's there. Um, there was always a simple process of how to do certain things. Um, in that matter, uh, when it came to dealing with security as an instrument, so that matter. Um, a lot of times people want to just discharge debt. A lot of you guys are trying to not use the try to utilize different ways how to get the credit up just to acquire the assets to build yourself out. A lot of you, a lot of people just want to go ahead and discharge that and live a comfortable life, and which is comfortable is a dangerous word. Some of y'all, some of y'all might be able to asset up and then still don't go out to go build you a business for your family because you can't pass this same system off. That shit changes every day. That the same shit that uh, people were trying to get access to, and uh, just like the the dude that went to uh, prison for like for five years for just doing stupid tax forms and stuff like that, it, it it's still relevant to the point where it still happens today. Um, and don't think like, oh, okay, you could go ahead and do it too, or oh, because one person is successful at doing it, that you're still able to do it. A lot of times remedies don't work for everybody. And the same remedy don't work for everybody, period. But I think a lot of times what it is, we're trying to find a shortcut where we don't have to do a lot of other things. And I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. There are some people that just wanna they are going to put all their eggs in one basket for this to work for them. And like I was like, well, damn, what is your purpose for really living? 
because if that's all that you want to live for and then like well we're going through estate planning just to do that and this that third and um there's a little bit more to it you you have to be more a little bit diverse and open-minded um and stuff like that Um, me dj had talks about this um a lot of people like he said some people's all no no commerce this that third it's like what and one thing that dj said like well what the hell you gonna leave your kids when you gonna leave your family because right now we're looking at a system that's collapsing at the same time why it's uh reintegrating itself for a new system so a lot of people question, are going to be playing question. in the old system. Hey, check it out. I got a question, right? So, like, I made a 98, I made an 88, but I keep hearing so many different views about using a foreign domestic. I understand that 98 is actually issued out of Philadelphia, blah, blah, blah. I know all that. What I'm having a hard time understanding is when we start making these trusts and operating out of trust, are we combining the two? Or are we using one? Because from my understanding, when you get an 88, you put your social on there and then it's tied to your social, right? Mm-hmm. So if we're getting a 98 and it's not attached to your social, is there any correct way? Is one the same as the other? Like, what's the point of... One, the liability and the responsibility. Um, that 98, it has no ties to a social. It, it removes liability. Your 88 is tied to a social, so it always could pin back to you. So what is the correct way to use a, a trust? Is it use, utilizing the 9-8? But then my thing is, like, it really don't well, have no credit on it, right? How do you charge well, that? Well, well, hold on. So you right now, you're just trying to make sure that your ADA is structured correctly. Um, You, you want to remove your source. You could do an ADA 32. No, but see, that's the well, thing of ADA 32 because... There is no guarantee that they're going to go in the back end of the computer and delete your social out. They're just going to add that new number in. So there's still going to be that back end record of that association there. What so, about that 8822B also? What if... Uh, when it comes to that, if you got that level of social attached to it, just be mindful of the way you contract. And God damn, this iguana's big as hell. Florida's crazy, damn. So I like, got. So is there a way where when I'm filling out for the for the eighty eight to give them a nine eight so prop, so that way it's not attached to the social, but it's still domestic? Or what's the best way to go about it? Is what I'm asking. I'm not like. I'm sorry. I'm speaking in riddles. <laughs> it's just been really bugging me because I've seen so many people use both and then criticize the other. So I just want to know, like, moving forward, what's y'all advice on? A lot of I, look. Look, AG. AG, this is whenever you see somebody doing the process or anything, like best thing you can ask them is like, um, what have you done? And pretty much like what money was you able to get doing it that particular way? Because some people like opening a bank account is easy. And then these people are saying they've charged it up, like charged it. How? Like, what are you plugging this bitch into? Like, because are you funding a trust? Are you opening up a bank account and then adding deposits into it or attaching assets to a particular trust indenture? I get that. But the manner in which people are articulating and then they're they're allowing a level of assumption to be there that shouldn't be there because trust is trust law specific as hell. But when it comes to that domestic and um, 
dealing with a domestic trust, if it got a social attached to it, bro, it's a level of liability that I personally don't play with. And then these are also a la carte situations, bro. So it depends on what you want personally. I'm not gonna tell you just one way is the right way. So if you if you have some things attached to your social that you want to move over into your trust, yeah, that may be beneficial for you to do that, and then take it out of that trust and move it over into your completely foreign trust, or just use one, use your foreign as a holding, and then use the other one attached to the social in order to conduct business. Or you can do the inverse: use the social, the one attached to the social, in order to be the holding, and then conduct business with the foreign. So it's just about you, like I said earlier, about you understanding your options and how you can um, operate more so. Peace, lady. What's going on? Ain't nobody speak. Okay, I'm back to my mic. I have a question. I was looking for the Discord link because I'm listening to everything, and I think I've been listening now like a month and a half. And I'm beginning to understand, but I'm not doing no action as of yet. So could you give me a link to that Discord? Yes, ma'am. I'm grabbing it right now. Thank you. I'm about to drop it in the chat. Cool beans. I appreciate that. Oh, I want to show you directly. Here you go. DJ. Yo. Ask you a question on uh, being uh, tokenized, like as a, a person. I already did it. I'm, I'm a stunt dummy, so don't beat me up. I jumped out there, did my authenticated per, uh, birth certificate, and threw it as a uh, as on the blockchain on Open Seas and has an address. What do you think about that? Well, in all honesty, is evidence is evidence that you control that particular image. And it also help you to keep keep it forever because if you ever lost it, it depends on if you did all pages, like, yeah, you set for life. But um, what I would recommend in order, so there's a way in order for you to make money off of that. So this is like, this is why y'all got to learn this technology because I just thought about it when he said that he may not be able to actually trade off of the birth certificate on the blockchain like that, but what he can do is stake that particular NFT and then create a residual income off of it just for it being put up on the blockchain. So then now you're making money off your birth certificate image. See, I needed the other side. That's why I needed to talk to somebody that had the other piece. I got like pieces. I got a haircut with no shape up. I just need a lineup. <laughs> no, but it's is this is is new tech is new options like i'm learning about new things every day it's this is a big realm and there's so many people trying to assert themselves into it we just need more of us to be the ones to be creating ideas you know because like we had a we held a room last night about like onboarding um, black so-called black crypto wallets <laughs> but people don't understand it's a bag like we we are the bag and these blockchain technology companies, they're trying to figure out how to get us to get into these systems. I'm All I'm saying is, is if you come over there and you jump in, don't be a consumer, be a creator. That way that they're for, you're forced to get paid from being on those blockchains versus them just making money off you being a user like people are so accustomed to doing here because of the way the United States has educated them to be consumers. 
So it's fine to have consumer protection laws and stuff, but understand the realm that you have been put in. And is that all you're going to be? It's just to consume. You're going to just consume and not create. That's a destructive mindset. Uh, it's not even Sunday. Y'all got me preaching. I ain't got no ministry robe on nothing, dog. <laughs> well, speaking of ministries, if that's that case, if we already there, uh, if we ordained ourselves as ministers, how to tie that into the trust and the estate into the NFT world? I'm a I'm a legitimate ordained minister. So like my um my family is a bunch of them are. So it's like kind of like a birthright thing almost. But yeah, our institutions and stuff is set up like that. Now, what would be your like what would be your goal with the blockchain? Like you want to do a DAO with your ministry and like you trying to pass down education, you trying to you trying to yeah, shift direction all of the above <laughs> yeah definitely. all of the above i have a dow street credit ministries dot dow that's the address so at this point it's about you know this stuff we're talking about now this is church this is my church you know what i'm saying so this is what i'll be planning they service in the discord tomorrow bro like for real like i said i'm we, we would like come on <laughs> like every Sunday we about to start having Sunday service and we gonna, we gonna share screen we gonna build being good energy but like y'all gonna be able to see the difference between an interaction because discord is like the level before the metaverse just because of how close the, the interactions are and like discord is like 15 years old people just people not hip to it because it's really a it's a tech it was built out like a tech realm not necessarily a um not necessarily a social platform, but it's benefits to having that. And they about to tighten up on server space. So I do, I recommend y'all go on Discord, get comfortable with it. Everybody make their own Discord. I hope that you all get comfortable enough. The same way how you, I tell people they always need to establish a business. You got a business, you should associate it with an NFT project. That just don't mean artwork. That can mean um, tokenizing your utility. business. Yeah, adding a utility to your particular platform being able to give people discounts and stuff like that being able to just offer this extra service because i've been to I, like i remember one time i went to chicago one of the damn stores there was like no cash <laughs> so like that shit is coming it's coming and it's it's i know y'all have been to places like that as well and then it's going to be like some places aren't going to take fucking cards they're going to take crypto i've been to places that only take cryptocurrency so at least by just said Xfinity stopped taking um credit card payments. Damn. What was that said again? Ah. Just said he was just watching um something on TikTok and a lady was explaining that her bill is like 90 days past due because she had her credit card on file for auto pay. And they said that she had to pay with a debit card or with like a check payment. They wasn't accepting credit cards anymore. And that's kind of alarming, especially with the direction Whoa. we that leads me to um, ask the question, what's going on with the credit industry for them to, for Xfinity, such a large corporation, to cut that type of relationship short? Yeah. Well, 
we know the repo market is here and the debt ceiling hasn't been satisfied so the the the, the price of the swift is gonna have to get beat up don't y'all think yeah they, uh, ain't they just trying to ride this out anyway dj especially for the market I believe so. I believe the flip is gonna be real. Um, and then also my uh, my partner John, he's like he deals in real estate and everything. So the way he expressed it is um if you understand like companies like BlackRock Citadel and what they did in oh nine and oh eight, how they just was able to flip the market in that capacity. Like I live in South Florida, it was an influx in the price pricing market because shit, I was about to grab like at least like a five bedroom crib out here, and then COVID happened. I'm like, oh hell no, I'm man, cribs that like shit. My banker sold his house. He was like, he lived in seven bedroom. He was like, this shit's crazy, and he also understand the market. He was like, I'm not about to let my mortgage, you know, like put me under. So he he fucking sold the house he got from underneath it. If a banker gonna do that. Fam, what do you think I'm gonna do? <laughs> Man. So, if anything, I'm gonna go to the the states where housing is still super affordable. Where I know, like places where I'm from and stuff, go grab a couple of those, hold them down. That way, if the market flip under, it won't hurt me at all because of the price point for the particular property, and then I use that income in order to get something where I want. Either, but still, like, also with some of our other business ventures that we're dealing with in the family office, we were working to pull down ass loads of credit before the market flips. So we got we about to make some moves before shit go left. I recommend everybody else do the same as well. Like, for real, don't be um, a reactionary individual. Be proactive. When you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. And when you're already working ahead of the time, like... I much rather always be ahead of the time and like have to deal with people playing catch up with me versus the motherfucker having to catch up with the rest of the world. Like I've had to deal with that just because of the way I've been educated in some capacities and even with these processes, people thought I was fucking nuts when I was twenty talking about this shit, fam. They thought I was off my rock, bro. I'm over at the trap telling people that, like back then, I'm like, oh y'all moors and stuff. I'm like, I'm talking to people about UCC, like literally in front of the trap house. And I'm reading these documents at the trap house. So, like, I've been, it's just because even then, in those particular situations, I understood what was going on around me. And it's, if you can't see it, fam, best thing I could tell you, and the only thing that's going to protect you is trust and conducting a business. Because you're going to have to make sure that you establish something in this web 3.0 world or because i like i even said most of these youtube people if they're not transitioning themselves into web 3 they're gonna be they're gonna be cut out they're gonna be cut out because youtube's already in web 3. so that's the reason why you see people like um and it's a wave right now that's the reason why you see people like 19 keys and stuff like make an nft project and stuff and try and incorporate their brand in it because they see the importance of that transition and they understand what's going to happen if they don't put themselves in that particular realm so if they understand that, what else do you need to understand? How can you get your particular brand or business over into this particular realm? It doesn't just mean like, no, um, no, like it doesn't just mean like, let me grab some NFTs or, you know, a couple domains and stuff like this. How are you going to get 
your company recognized in this capacity? This is such a great time for like collaborations and people really coming together because this 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 is this is really the opportunity. Like we at the base right now. We could we could really change a lot of stuff if people work together and you know put some ideas together. It's, man, it's so much money out here. No, that's a fact. And your network is your network. And I appreciate this time where I'm at right now. I've been able to come across a lot of great individuals, even in Clubhouse. Some people who have came over to the Discord, they've joined some of the NFT projects that we're working on. And then, like, even us building offline, off Clubhouse, um, building great relationships, seeing what other people's ideas and insights are, helping them to bring these things to fruition. Like, Manny had an idea the other day. And it piggybacked right into one of our partners' ideas. And it was great. And then bro was just like, yeah, I'm going to put you on and I'm going to give you credit for it. Boom, like that. And that's just, we shouldn't have no problem building that capacity. And a perfect example of last time I opened up a trust fund baby room, there was a disagreement between two of my partners. And this was before they agreed to come to the table and partner with each other. And my biggest thing was I'm like, yeah, let's not let these nigga moments stop us from being able to come together and conduct business. So we were able to get past that and get to a point where now we can contract with one another. I'm like Europeans, some of them can't stand each other, but that shit don't stop them from getting bread with each other. Oh, I apologize, I didn't mean to cut you off, but that, that's, that's the truth. No, you are, G. I was done. Oh, no, oh, no, I was just saying, that, that, that's a, I mean, a, a big, major true fact. You know, they they could have where they can't stand each other. Say it might be like, for example, say they got a project and everybody need, there's 10 of them, everybody need, you know, 20 grand a piece to make the project happen. And you might have two dudes that might be, be four grand short a piece. And you might have the individuals that got the bread to help them make that measure. You know, they might, you know, can't stand each other, but for sake of that business, they're going to make sure that they straight and keep that business straight, you know? And that's how they roll because and, they understand. They, they totally understand what we originally created as far as unity, especially in business, you know? Strength in numbers. If you watch the Black Panther, the first jump, you can see the the disagreements among nations of black people or let's just say melanated people and how they come together to settle their differences. That was a way of the past, but you know, this is how we delegate amongst each other. It was no outside interference. Oh shit, I was on mute. I was in the, um, I'm messaging people in the back channel. Hey, G, I'm going um, to shoot you, bro, Discord. I don't know why I say it. He probably got his on a private link or something, fam. But um, the T-Loan Discord, that's the – I'm actually about to drop that shit up top real quick because that's fam stuff. And I have no problem supporting or sharing nobody else's project. It's like this is group economics. And, like, homie, like, super knowledgeable. He put me up on game. And, like I said, that's my business partner. So, like – this how you supposed to do. <laughs> and like, I was talking to one of my other business partners down in Louisiana and he was just like, Louisiana's a real tight knit network. And only people who get on, get in is like, you know, like the people who are already in. And I'm like, that's the way it should be. But that's the power of like networking. You gotta keep people out your circle for to, in order to protect your team and your family.
But too long. DJ, I got a question. Yes. So you know how like when you make a um a NFT project or whatever, you you price to it or whatever, right? Now, it let's say you you put an NFT project up and you didn't set a price. Is there already a value assigned to it somewhere? So I'm about to say, yo, I like you can go to my open. Like, so I reserve some of my names because I didn't want nobody to take the trust fund baby, um, trust fund baby name on OpenSea. And um, I also on Solana, I reserve some project names as well before the blockchain will allow me to release my particular project in the capacity that I want to drop it in. So, um, in order, so when I drop the project, my floor price is set at zero. And the, you have to, that's the reason why you have to do marketing, pre-sale, establish your community. That way, when you drop, and you tell everybody the day you drop it or whoever you whitelist, they come on board and then that sets your original floor price. And then that's also the reason why we teach people about the rule of three as well. Because if, like I said previously, if you grab three, let's say you grab three trust fund babies or you grab three of um, the life of the Negro NFTs, right? When the, for the first, for the first sale, for the pre-sale, you can sell one of yours when I open up to the public because you were able to get access to one early. So let's say I do a private pre-sale or life of the Negro, do a private pre-sale for like 20 people. Right. But you got one of the early NFTs, like how I got um, the coffee. I got um, the steel nigga coffee NFT. So I can post that up there and for it to be sold on, on the early sale. And then I'll make money off of the first sale. And then I'm still holding two more NFTs. So based on that, I help raise the floor price, but then when the floor price goes up, this drives up the value of the other two that I'm holding. So then I mean, I get to sell again in order to drive up the value one more time. And then that means I'm potentially holding a six figure NFT by the end of this three NFT run. This is how people get value off NFTs. So this is the reason why I only whitelist certain amount of people because I'm giving them three of my NFTs in order so that they can participate in a rule of three. Because what's the point of having a trust plan, baby, NFT project if you're not really going to make no money off of it? And we plan on doing staking on all of our NFT projects as well. That includes the life of the Negro as well. Whatever happened with that drop, that whitelist? No, y'all whitelisted, but like I just said, my partner, he won't let me drop right now. <laughs> he literally like, my whole project, everything's set, bro. Everything's set and finished. He just... He wants me to be on Solana. Um, he wants me to be on Solana OpenSea. So they're going through their beta protocols. So I'm pretty much in process of going directly to Solana OpenSea, which is hard as hell to do. It's like an eight-month wait list. So um, because of the development and some of the projects that we got going on with certain blockchains, we're going to be able to like pass some of that shit up. And that's the same case for a lot of our partners because we actually work on the development side. So whenever people get onboarded, you got a dope project, we helping you push it. We gonna help you push it all the way up past other people's projects. Because especially because like we do projects for some um, some artists, like rap artists and stuff like that. Like we can't have them waiting eight months in order to drop a project when it's been done in two weeks. 
But okay. yeah, only reason why I haven't dropped right now is because my partner told me to hold on. That's the only reason why. Because I wanted to drop almost a month ago, fam. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. So that strategy was was stupid fire, and I'm definitely finna implement that that rule of three. That's 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 good. Um, that's good eating right there. But um, I'm, I'm more okay. So if, if I put up like, let's say I put up one single NFT, like people doing like the forever nft and shit like that never ending or whatever oh, you're talking about an 1155 that's what those are called the 1155s are utilized for token gates so that's what excuse me an erc 1155 so that's when it'd be like one picture for like with ten thousand pieces right that's what you're talking about or, or 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 something like that, but but pretty much what I'm asking, like, okay, so is if I put an NFT up and I don't put, I don't add a price to it, it's zero everywhere. There is no other assigned value to it anywhere. Like nobody, like you get, you, you kind of get what I'm saying. Like I didn't put a price on it yet, but because it's on the internet, is there a value associated to it anywhere else? You get what I'm saying? Like on any of the um, back um, NFT like pricing websites. You get what I'm mm. saying? Mm-mm. Okay, that's it. That's, that's, that's not, not on your initial. Not on your initial drop. Gotcha. And that's why the build of the community and everything is so important to get the price to be able to be driven right. Yeah. Well, it just depends because, like, you like I got celebrity friends, so I could just be like, "Here you go. Like, here you go, beans." Here you go, DJ. Here you go, Nori. Like here, then I could just like ask them to post it as they PTR use that as marketing, and like you can, you don't. You it's really it's your network. It's really about. And if you already come with a bag, like it's this. Let me share this one shit with y'all. Y'all gotta know, shit ain't always sweet. I'm always gonna share y'all the bag. I'm always gonna share y'all the bad shit too. So let me grab this shit because I shared this with my partners yesterday. That's why we appreciate you, bro. Show us the real too. Yeah, because this one nigga out here, he didn't did three fucking rug pulls, fam. <laughs> Definitely yeah, don't so want to be got... associated with any of that. Yeah, so you got to watch out for people like this. So this is an Instagram post. But if y'all see, he talked about a particular project. When my man's public came out, did a rug pull, and then he came out and did another one. He actually did three for millions of dollars. So, yeah, you got to watch out for that type of shit. And you don't also want to be associated. And that's another reason why they slow down on blockchain is like letting people drop NFT projects because so many people have been out here scamming. Yeah, that shit is crazy. And the hacks and, yeah, it's... It's a security. So this is why we have to make sure that we're educated in this particular realm because it's security mechanisms and stuff that people got to be educated in because this still is it's a form of banking, what you're getting into. And everybody want to deal with aspects of privacy and want to be sovereign and stuff. But you can't be sovereign. You don't have your own money. This is an opportunity for you to create your own currency. Like people giving you the keys for everything that you've been searching for and just presenting it in a different aspect. So. You just gotta 
you just gotta keep studying same way how you studying all these processes in some cases that lead a lot of y'all to know where this is some actual tangible shit that can lead you to a bag and that can be integrated into your lifestyle right now because nobody's telling you you got to just do an nft project saying you can integrate these and things into your businesses you can take cryptocurrency in your business if you need consultations all of this stuff like we got a whole the got a whole tech company for this it's not just me it's people who's even more educated in this shit than i am on my team because if you run a business um like i said it's one of the best things i ever heard jay morrison goofy ass say your job as a ceo is to be an expert at hiring experts that's what the wealthy do mm-hmm that's what general ford did hey that goes to that um what they say about uh broke people spend was it spend uh time to save money and rich people spend money to save time hire yeah. they ain't got to do all that like literally um set up some of my systems and my businesses to where they're self-perpetuating and then they just make money shit just drop into my account like making books like creating cash flow like how robert kiyosaki say that's what i'm into like um shit wrote wrote four books that's the residual income my children get that money forever uh making online schools at one point in time it was a payment system associated with it i pulled it down but that was a residual income as well because people was paying for my ip like shit my brain is an income because i can sort people like i got private school education and i'm making sure i make that money back so it's also um in my system we have a 10 and 10 rule well it's like a 10 and 10 algorithm based on 10 things that you like slash love to do versus the particular 10 the way these particular 10 companies are being ran through the economy right now we run them consecutively together and then we pinpoint what is the best direction for you to start developing in and in most cases i've helped people to establish a business under a hundred dollars and this shit is not hard it's just about what do you want for yourself because if you do run a business for yourself that don't mean you get to sleep in every day you gotta no, no, I mean more work i apologize brother more no, work than a job no you good go ahead and build uh, oh no no yeah that's what most people thinking that goes along with you saying like what people are i say a clubhouse talking about oh yeah because you got an ein you know or you just got an llc that means you good yeah no that means it's time to put in work more work than more work than you talking about your nine to five jobs going to have this actually has to be a lifestyle like you said brother dj um you know when you do counsel um take you know some people or whatever you ask them what do they love to do what are they seeking to do you know because that is very important and they're having a business period because they are their brand you know however they live their lifestyle that is you know that's pretty much what they're going to produce you know i was just adding on to that when a lot of people thinking oh yeah i'm gonna get a business i'm gonna jump through this down the third well i had a uh, sister the other day I was in the store she said she had a couple businesses and she was like it was so much it just wasn't for her and she went back to being an employee you know like you said you have to kind of really know what you really want and where you're trying to be i'm laying with that you know no that's peace and i most desperately appreciate that this man i just try and make it plain for motherfuckers bro because if like literally patterns for success they've been laid out you literally can look at these shits people's net worth in some cases are public 
on top of like i'm not telling people follow trends follow bags but shit when you see a consistent process for a motherfucker to get money you gonna ignore it <laughs> i'm just asking because who have you seen actually get money out of all these processes that people following on clubhouse and shit but we literally are seeing people get bags right in the front of our face in other capacities and we just gonna let them shits pass us up because we've been given process processes to us by actual federal agents that we didn't know about and then that have been migrated into some of these other systems in order to misdirect us and then if this was like i said if it was truly for us why was our genealogy never incorporated into this system and this is the reason why i always previously shit on the redemption manual as it pertains to our people because we are melanated people and our situation is not the same as other people on this land so we do not get the same privileges or passes that they get as it pertains to our status so you just don't get to grab a redemption manual and think your life has fucking changed that's not how that worked for us you got to know where you came from and you got to reassert yourself back onto this land and for us that also that includes your religious affiliations past present spiritual and also your bloodline, your heritage, because 99% of y'all on this call got tribal ties. Like you belong to a damn Indian tribe. Some of y'all just don't know. So that means that you got inherited land rights here. So you have benefits, tax benefits, treaty benefits that you just passing up. Even when it comes to the crypto realm, intellectual property benefits, being able to patent documents and businesses, established businesses outside of the federal jurisdiction and things like that, all because of your bloodline and the treaties that are in place in order to protect you. But not if you have a social misnomer on top of you. So all of this shit playing to one another, that's the reason why the title is what it is. I'm posting this link back up top. Oh. Yeah. Um real quick, let's do a reset. Peace everyone. We are um having an AMA, which is a ask me anything, you know, as it pertains to ten ninety nine, UCCs, bonds, NFTs, cryptos, any of these particular processes, come up, ask your questions. And also be sure to click the link for the giveaway and you can find our Twitter, Discords, and also YouTube and some of our other partners links on that giveaway link. And we're giving away um, five gold NFTs, um, four, four token transactions, and also a cash app. So make sure that y'all um, jump in. But peace, peace, peace. Anybody got any questions? Well, what's up, Lloyd? What's up, John? I ain't even see y'all up here. What's up, man? What's up, Alf? Peace to the room. Grace and peace, everybody. Grace and peace. Peace. Peace, Monarch coming up, too. Peace, peace. What's going on, Monarch? Any of y'all got any questions? What's going on? Hey, peace, peace. Man, so I don't mean to get off topic or whatnot, man, but just like you said, all that redemption manual shit, you know, is for the birds. So, status correction and genealogy and all that kind of stuff. So, I'm, I've am i been doing my ancestry. And it's only going far back as like the, I want to say like the 1740s. Oh, I mean, well, sometimes it goes a little farther depending on the persons that I click on. It goes probably like the 1640s. So, 
a little gap in between, you know, the 17s and 16, a hundred year gap. So, um, I'm just trying to figure out the best route to use or to use that information, the, the limited information that I have going forward. Uh, maybe I can work with you on, on doing some of this, but, um, yeah, I've been trying to do the status correction for a little time now. So I've been getting different processes and whatnot. I'm just trying to get one set process to, to work my way through and uh, be done with that, that phase of uh, my process. You know what I'm saying? So uh, do you have any knowledge towards what I could be doing towards that? Yeah, man. I'll make this shit simple for you. In all honesty, that is... This is a couple day process, depending on how long it take you to get your stuff in order. These things shouldn't be taking months and years in order to figure out. Like, I'm somebody, like, I'm fortunate I've been able to skate through a lot of these things. And that's the reason why my understanding is what it is. So, just for status, it's as simple as, um, for your personal status, it's as simple as a public record affidavit. And also, like how my partner said, you could do a DS-11, which is the passport application. Per you filling out the passport application properly, that will put you in a expatriated process if you say that you belong to certain jurisdictions when you, when you fill out that particular application. So that and also understanding your bloodline, that right there is really the main prerequisites that you need. Now, when it comes to like doing UCCs and stuff like that, people are utilizing and they don't know this, they're utilizing the UCC as a public record filing. And that's the reason why they add affidavits into the collateral that way, because the UCC department is attached to what? The Secretary of State in every state. And they joined all the Secretary of States together years ago. So that means when you deal in one Secretary of State is linked to all of the Secretary of States. That's the reason why they can run and see if you have a license in other states through the Secretary of State because this is a connected network. So that means the UCC network is in this particular connected network. So when you do a public record filing, it goes through the whole network. So this is the reason why people are utilizing that particular process and they're utilizing the, the, the commercial lien aspect or the lien itself in order to make a claim on that corporate fiction in order to say that they have the ability in order to utilize it and operate it on its behalf and also to show that it's separation between the living soul and that business entity. So I'm not saying that the UCC part is irrelevant. I'm just saying some people don't know how to utilize it. And the way that it's been presented on behalf of the redemption manual is not how we get to slide across this motherfucking floor, bro because of our complexion our our history is not the same as theirs so our story as how we put it on record is not the same as theirs and people need to understand that questions now nah, i appreciate that you know what i'm saying i'm definitely taking notes so like i said i'm gonna be on the ds11 um I heard also going through Homeland Security to do uh, the DS-11 and getting a diplomatic uh, um, a diplomatic passport would be a good route. What you know on that? So, are you eligible as a diplomat? Claim you can be. You're you're more eligible as a national versus a diplomat. Okay. Okay. 
and um, the diplomat status is a uh, a lot come with that. I don't necessarily think a lot of y'all want that status. <laughs> it's better like the national is a lot easier to operate in. You retain your benefits and stuff like that. Um, a diplomat, when you operate in a diplomatic capacity, like you carry a lot of weight on your shoulders, and some people don't. Some people don't want that. Understood. Hey, peace, peace. Hey, I got a question. If, unless, unless somebody else is waiting in line. No, bro, it's popcorn. Uh, Go ahead. All right, sweet, sweet. Yeah, peace, everybody. Um, yeah, just just about the whole bloodline thing, right? Like bloodlines and last names, right? So it's like if if I was adopted, right, and I got a last name Johnson, right, and I just do a genealogy, is genealogy just the main key to genealogy is last names. I mean, I know all types of other records are involved in it, but how do you really know, how do you connect names to bloodlines? I guess is like where I'm trying to figure out what's going on, you know? So it's not just the name, it would be um, birth records, death records, marriage, um, marriage records, social security records, and even in some cases, adoption records. And uh, the Mormons hold the largest record deposit depository and they usually are the ones where you can find all that information. You so said what, what, what was the name? The Mormons, Ancestry.com. The Mormons control Ancestry.com. And also um, My Heritage. And also um, County Records, where your family live as well. Got you. Yeah, because it's, it's like, um, so like, my family's from the Caribbean, right? And they came over here years ago. But a lot of people, just a lot of stuff got lost in the sauce, a lot of documentation, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know if a lot of the stuff applies, like when people be talking about resolutions and all these other things about, you know, if your citizens gave, your ancestors gave all this gold up, I'm like, yo, I don't even know if my people was here or documented at that time, you know what I'm saying? So what island are people from? Hispaniola, DR. Oh, uh, so you, uh, you're, you're Haitian. No, I mean, I'm... I'm I mean, it's a tricky subject, but yeah, well, no, no, no. misnomer. I'm Dominican, yeah. Okay, so you may, so are you Taino? If you, you may be Taino and Arawak. Right. That's the, that's the, I didn't learn that information through my genealogy, but when I'm like, okay, if I can't connect this dot, let me, let me just look up the tribes that are in DR, because you know how there's like all the different tribes in America, right? Yeah, uh, that's why, that's so, why I was yeah, asking where I are you from. The, the, the Arawak and the Taino. But the thing is, that the thing with the, the Arawaks and the Tainos is that a lot of it gets mixed up because there's the, sometimes people call Taino, sometimes people refer to um, Taino as the people, but then there's also documentation that refers to it as a language, and some people refer to it as just a word in the language. And then there's, the the land was called Aiti, and then I learned about the, the Arawak Empire, and because all those islands was all kind of like one whole hood. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody from Cuba would travel to Haiti, to Jamaica, to, you know, so learning more about those tribes and stuff like that, I'm like, I don't know when, you know, this, basically the same story that happened to a lot of people that, that you know, um, that they say that they're descendants of slaves in America. They're like, oh, you know, my, my last name is Smith, but you know, like my family's from Africa. Like same thing, like, I have like a Spanish last name, but I'm not from Spain. You know what I'm saying? Like Spanish is white, you know, just for anybody wondering. Um, misnomer. But um, 
yeah, just looking to connect the dots between, like you said, the Arawak and Taino um, um, tribes. You know what I'm saying? But and how does that connect to America? And if all this is just one whole thing, like the North, South, Central Americas and all that, you know, it gets a little convoluted and blurry sometimes when I'm doing the research because I'm like, yo, does this really apply to me? Or if it does apply to me, how how do I transfer it over into this this matrix that we in? You know what I'm saying? No. So if you have ties to that particular landmass, and also if you have your family being documented in that particular area, like how you said, it's just about being able to present the genealogy records. And so like um, Ancestry recently did an upgrade, and I really like the upgrade because I'm Lenape. And um, sometimes, like in our private classes, I show some people my genealogy. Also, for um, just for um, some of y'all safety, don't be showing everybody y'all genealogy because, like, we got people. Well, how they say, like, in the Indian community, we got people who are trying like steal that, and then they'll try and make claims on some of your benefits that's attached to your family. Be, yeah, because when somebody seen my blood, they was like, stop showing people your genealogy, fam. Because of like my family own land patents and everything. So, but, and I come from a chief bloodline from the Lenape. And when Ancestry did the update, it says, it says I'm a Lenape grandchild. So previously it just, you have to go up like all these generations and then you'll just see the tribal name. But now it's completely different. What is that? So the format is different? Like, how does it work? No, the format is the same. It's just that mm -hmm. they're identifying specifically whatever nation or tribes that people are attached to. And they weren't previously doing that. Yeah, that's, that, that's so what I was that, um, yeah. It's like, how do, how yeah, do they connect? If you, if you and me got the same last name, like, how do I know that I'm part of this tribe? Like, how do I know I didn't just get this name? Like, But you're, what you're saying is, like, there's always a connection. No, so the way that you know that is literally based on who slept with who, because I literally, I can tell you going back. So um, I'm a Jones Bay. Uh, my people, my grandma, she's a Hollis. Her mom was a Dobbins and her father um, Dobbins as well. And then it was Bombins, then Pennington. And then all you see is Lenape tribal names. So, but that's literally the evidence of who slept with who in order for me to be here myself. Mm-hmm. So genealogy goes through your mother or your father's side? Because you know how we got like two sets of grandparents and all that? Both. Like, both. You do both. I'm re I'm related I'm related to multiple tribes, yeah. So how do you how do you which tribe not not what tribe do you claim like disrespecting any other tribe, but it's like how do you which one do you pick? Or do you play them all? Like like Okay, so I'm Ojibwe and Yawe and I'm Lenape. But my family with the strongest presence and also and so pretty much Annie is um that's Cherokee. It's over three hundred documented Cherokee tribes. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's only a handful of us as Lenape, oh. and also that's a more documented part of our family history, and like that's much larger than the little small drops of Cherokee. And the um, Ojibwe is on my um my mother's father's side, and that's also very like sprinkled in. Mm -hmm. But when you see the Lenape line it's over 20 people like those grandparents are the ones who signed the delaware fort pitt treaty so that's recognized by the united states so you understand why i'm i lean that way mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's it's my strongest backing for the direction i'm moving in and that's my mother's that's like that's literally my people and i kick it with my cousins up in jersey and stuff that's still on the rest.
Mm, okay, okay. And, you know, not not to hog the mic or anything like that. I don't know if anybody else got any other questions or whatever, but, um, you know, you know, if, if Ancestry or any of the genealogy sites, do they have records that go into the Caribbean or is it mostly like in the States? Oh, no, they for sure do. They have international records because I've been able to trace my records all the way back down in Europe and stuff. I, I as far as my genealogy go back, I have no African ancestry on record, but I have dark skinned European ancestry. I was about to say I got Scottish and whatnot. Uh, yeah. Scottish and whatnot. Damn, I guess before saying it's kind of Osiris, I'm good. Oh no, I apologize. I was just saying it's kind of um, you know, you use that name kind of Smith, right? And I didn't find out till probably within the last ten years or so that um, my mother's side. Cause I was trying to figure out, you know, I, and you got all my mother's side is part of three different tribes, but then I'm like, where did the last name Smith come from? Cause come to find out that my great great grandfather, his last name was Swartz, and he came. I guess he came over as an indentured servant, and then he and then uh, pretty much he bought you no. Know, Bought his, you know, made money, bought his way, bought a bunch of land, everything, and um, but some some reason he changed his name from Swartz to Smith, right? I mean that's what I got, and I was like, you know, why would why would you do that? So you know, and then back in you know, I guess those days as well, I was like, well, maybe he did it because when they come around him, maybe you know, maybe when he see that name right there, he might not get as much pushback. That's I, I don't have no facts behind that, right? Because that's the only thing I could get. But I didn't find it the last, you know, ten years. Like he was a Swartz, you know, and I'm like, I'm like reddish brown skin. I'm, I'm not, you know, quote, quote light, you know. So that was just interesting. You said Smith, but also too, at the same token, I guess that's why the genealogy is very good as well. Because I don't know if people know, like, uh, it's a legendary reggae artist named Garnet Silk, very big guy. He's from New York, I guess. Whatever you might know of him, but his last name was Smith. He was like. Probably next thing to Bob Marley, you know, but he's brown skinned from Jamaica and I did have some um some bloodline ties from actually my father's Haitian, but ha his side had some kids, you know, with some tribal members from Jamaica long way before I was born and all that kind of stuff and everything, right? But and Brother DJ Bay is absolutely right when he's talking about the Taino that I have some older Jamaicans, right? He used to tell me that um that they were they're not Jamaican they're Taino and they used to live in the and the hills mm -hmm. and tents yeah you know they always talk about that you know they said no I'm not I'm not Jamaican I'm Taino you know so I, I definitely reference that you know we all building on that yeah peace peace with that yeah the 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 more and more I look into the Taino thing is like it's it's pretty at least from from where I'm looking it up into is it's it's I think I'm I'm gonna have to go more into like Spanish records, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of the stuff I'm looking up is is in English, you know what I'm saying? That's and, a fact. No, you know what I'm saying. I'm like, Yo, yeah, all the notes. it's yeah, split yeah. here, but it's split here with two different um, jurisdictions that actually had controlling rule, and it was Spain and Europe. So mm -hmm. that's the reason why you will see Spanish land grants and um, European land grants because these, at one point in time, these was the other countries who were trying to take a controlling interest into the United States over the tribal land. And then we have to talk about the treaties for um, the Treaty of Paris and stuff like that. But the thing is like, not to 
not to switch gears or anything. I just want to see how we can. It's important to be able to understand how we tie all of these things in together, like into this emerging technology, even as it pertains to our status being tribal, our affiliations, our genealogy. Like we will and soon we'll be associating like our tribes will become DAOs, private networks where we'll have voting rights that the collective controls the aspect in which they vote on. And it's no, like, there is no dictatorship. Everybody has equal say. And then if there's any monetary breakdown, it's sent directly into the wallets. So, and that can pass. Excuse me. No, my, somebody called me. You know, people being rude and stuff. You know, we working. So, <laughs> if the tribe is working in the, um, if the tribe is working in the capacity to where funds are being broken down, everybody gets direct payments and throughout their crypto wallet throughout this this decentralized autonomous organization and you can set one of them up in a discord fam you can get you can you can give everybody in your tribe an nft and then they make money off of that every month directly into their crypto wallet there's multiple ways you can do these things but it's just like you got to know how to work first before you can even get into the tech Now I was gonna say now the whole the whole metaverse joint is like a whole nother, you know, it's a whole nother realm. And I'm over here, you know, it's like pivoting from the 3D dimension to the metaverse dimension. And then you know, you you also got all of the paradigm shifts and the and the jurisdictions and all the different types of venues and stuff. So it's really like you got to be multi-universal. You got to be a uh, master of mul the multiverse. You can't even be masters of the universe no more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> For real. No, I for sure can't care. I'm, um, I'm multifaceted. And I always tell people, man, don't let these motherfuckers box you in, fam. I'm going to like, if, if I want to do it, I'm going to do it. If I want to learn how to code, I'm going to learn how to code. I want to learn how to bank, I'm going to learn how to bank. I want to learn taxes, I'm going to learn that shit. I'm like, shit, I want to learn karate. I'm going to do it. I got a world record in fucking martial arts, fam. I started that shit in, like, when I started doing karate when I was, like, 22. I've been doing that shit, like, almost eight years now. And I'm still the world's, fast brick, the world's fastest brick breaker since 2014. And just real quick, a particular a little segue. Um, on this particular day, this is my first time ever breaking bricks. And I, had, I woke up, and I was like, I'm going to take the Explorer. Because they told me, they was like, it's a six-foot trophy. And I'm like, shit, I'm going to win. I'm like, this ain't going to fit in my other car. So and this is my first time ever going to go break bricks. And I um, I showed up and I just I watched everybody. I was the absolute last person to go. And I just focused and in my mind. I already knew that I was going to do it. And I slid through them shits, 10 bricks, 2.6 seconds. And nobody still broke my record to this day. And I rolled home with that six foot trophy in that big ass Explorer. And shit is just like. I'm not going to let anything box me in or stop me from doing the things that I feel like I need to do in order to put myself and my family in a position we know we should be in because I know where we come from. And I hope every I hope other people feel the same way as me. Because these are the type of people that I'm looking to align with and do, you know, actual commerce with and you know operating equity with share equity with my business with but i gotta make sure that we on the same page 
because if I'm giving you part of my business, I'm sharing part of my family with you. So I need to make sure that you ain't gonna jeopardize my family situation. But even still, what time is it? We just hit 12.30. So, questions, questions. Anybody trying to do an NFT project? Anybody trying to do any processes? I'm about to say, we kind of cleared up the genealogy aspects between MyHeritage and Ancestry.com. Those are the particular avenues where you can pull most of those records from. If you, I recommend anybody want to plan any of that tax shit, you for sure go read the IRS website. And um, if you need to back, I'm actually, I'm going to post those court cases in my Discord. That way people can actually go pull them up. Because like the Discord operates as a server, so it just holds all the information so it just don't disappear. So whenever you go in there, you'll always just be able to access it unless it's been deleted. In most cases, it don't ever get deleted. So instead of us having to worry about having sites up and down, and also sites being hacked and pulled down and everything. We just put it all on a Discord server and make it private. Marco. Peace. Uh, I was gonna ask you, I'm gonna say you've been around and you've been in the um, you've been in most of the rooms with us. What is um, what's your take on some of the projects? And if so, if you do you plan on making one yourself as far as the NFT project? Um, a thousand percent, I'm making one. I'm just I really want good utility. I don't just want art. You feel me? Because um, I'm 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 already an artist. I can draw. I got artwork. You feel me? That I could uh, make projects. But I want um, I want solid utility. So I'm I'm really brainstorming about that and uh, but as far as the, the projects um, I'm, I'm really down with um, both the projects I'm involved with right now which is you and um, uh, the life of a Negro project um, I'm, uh, I'm gonna probably just uh, hang heavy with y'all because I, I really like both the uh, projects I, I, I always love the baby uh, idea into the baby project so this is beautiful and um, and I, I really love um, the artwork and the utility of the life of a Negro project so yeah, um, I'm invested with y'all. I'm gonna learn, you know, and grow with y'all. And um, y'all yeah, definitely wanna wanna put a, a real solid project together. So that's what I'm, I'm 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 brainstorming in the background about. Well, tomorrow when we have Sunday service in Discord, um, after Sunday service, I do plan on having a um, a workshop. So, and we gonna be talking about we gonna well the workshop of course is gonna be for team members for people who've been onboarded. But we're going to be talking about the direction that some of the projects are going on, going, excuse me, that they're going in and also um, some of the projects that y'all don't know about and some of the rollouts and y'all have an understanding of kind of like more of what's going on and a lot of the stuff that we won't be able to talk about. Because once again, like um, Discord is encrypted, so we can have those open talk conversations and especially because we can control the room in a little bit better fashion. So. Completely understand. Completely. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'm in, um, I'm in both of the Discord. So, yeah, I'm, I'm tapped in. No, that's a bet, bro. I just wanted to make sure that you knew. Yeah, because um, Sunday service, Sunday, um, actually, so 
our Sunday service is not going to be biblical exactly. <laughs> but um, we can incorporate the aspect with, uh, with legal maxims and stuff. But for sure, we're going to be doing document breakdown. So we like literally sound like church to me. Yeah, fam. So like I like shit. Somebody got concerns about um, I shit. We can go over nationality affidavits and UCC tomorrow. So at least we can get like I literally I go through my thirty-five day class, and in my thirty-five day class, I, it was like what five weeks. First week UCC. Second week was business. Third week was trust. Fourth week was um, asset transfers, and the fifth week was banking. And, and within the banking, I had all of the credit repair stuff within that class. So literally, we would start off with the the status aspect. We would start off with the status aspect and the UCC. That way, people can at least have an understanding of that shit. Get that shit out the way. Take care of that shit. <laughs> Same day, like I'll I show a motherfucker how to file that shit. If you, in most cases, it costs less than twenty five dollars to file it. Whatever. I give you the documents, everything. Whatever. If that's what you want to do, help you get it done just show up to Sunday service. And then after that, like I say, we had a workshop and then we had started some, like we had, um, we had talk about in-house situations and then everybody on the team who's getting a project, we um, create the one sheets for everybody project. And then we start seeing what everybody needs to get um, done on their development side. Because I, my project is already built out, metadata, everything, websites and all of that stuff. And it's been passed over. So like they're literally like, it's out of my control right now what's going on with the project. Like, literally, my team took it completely over. And I'm okay with that because I know what the onboarding process is like for this particular platform. So it's a big-ass bag involved with the people that you know that we're dealing with. So I just much rather be dealing with this than trying to figure this shit out on my own, for real. And that's what I'm trying to get to, because I, I, I already got, you know, ideas for different things. But when I get the team to be able to, you know, take over so I ain't got to do it all my myself, that's going to be a blessing. Yeah, I might say, bro, you already locked in. I'm like, for real. Like, literally, that's the reason why I was like, yeah, I was like, fam, be around. I was like, he for sure a moderator. I'm like, you know what's going on. <laughs> Much love. No, it's all G. I'm about to say, Manny for sure know how I am. I... I'm a, as long as you, as long as you, like, be cool with me, I'm cool with you, and as long as you ain't allowed with no BS, for real, for real, I don't care what people do personally, as long as I don't find out, so, <laughs> I'm like, as long as we on the same page on the business side, bro, like, I'm always down to build and expand, because my job, and, well, in my position that I hold in these companies, I'm supposed to be growing a fucking company, so, I don't let, I'm not emotionally involved in things. I'm always thinking logically. And in most cases, it behooves us in order to deal with like-minded young individuals who want to move in the same capacity as us. And also, you're supposed to take care of your team and your family. Because that's when I met one individual down here in South Florida when I first came down here with my cannabis company. And he was a, he was a multimillionaire. And I had asked him, I was like, you got any advice for, you know, a young up-and-coming business, um, businessman? He was like, always know the numbers and treat your team like family. He was like, you'll never go wrong. And I respect the fuck out of that. He ain't say shit wrong. Manny, you bet. Boy. 
my connection keep going in and out. Yo, what's going on? I'm still here. I'm just filling out this uh the DS11 form that I was supposed to fill out. Oh, look at you trying to get your life in order and things. <laughs> Aren't you cute? Slow trying to be all down. grown up. <laughs> trying to get your affairs in order. You no, you, you know me, man. I just <laughs> never had the passport. So you already know. Yeah, I got to go to Gambia, and I got to go to Kenya, and I got to go to Belize, and I'm waiting on, you talking about, ooh, right, Belize is where it's at, baby. I got to um, go get this passport, because I just, um, I had to do an update. These niggas lost my documents for almost a year, fam. I called up there, and I'm like, yo, I'm like... What's the status of my stuff? Because I thought it was lost in the mail. They're like, oh no, we have it here. I'm like, what? They're like, we just need another address for you. I'm like, what? Because where I moved, the um, where I moved, it was so new. They was having a problem with the post office, so the address wasn't pinging up when they had tried to send me out my stuff. But they never sent me a notice. So I literally been waiting on, I've been waiting on my damn my passport for almost a year just because of COVID. Hey yo. Hey, for this passport, yeah, it's for the sauce, but I also heard, like, if you don't have a sauce, you put zero down. Like, you, I know you got filters out before, but have you ever had any pushback on that? Yeah, I don't care about that shit. They can have that number. Oh, no, I'm just asking. I'm about to say, ain't like it show up on the damn passport, fam. Oh, no, and that's no. the reason why, that's the reason why Josh said what he said the other day. It's like, you can just go, you know, get another nine and then get a social for that passport. Yeah, that's I mean, excuse I me, thinking, get a social but, for that uh, nine. Hold on, I'm walking in the crib. My server's about to cut out. I got the bug. All right, I'm back. How this hell in Florida? Yeah, but uh, I think I have to get an ID or something in the name too. You act like that's hard. More extra steps. Hey, man, you gonna handle your business or you gonna cry about it? No, you're right. You're right. I'm just saying, if you want it done that way, you know what it take. Well, also, you can go do a, like, like, you can go do a, remember, you can do a same day, pull up for the passport with two witnesses and have them verify your identity as long as they got identification. And you don't even need ID. They just have to sign off on who you are. And you have that. You literally right. in your own house. So you can do it that way. So I hope everybody was listening. Hey, run that, run that back one more time. <laughs> so, like how my partner said the other day, 
Um, I actually forgot about this. You can have somebody because you can do it on document, but it's easier when you actually have somebody physically come along with you and do it. You can have two adult witnesses come and verify your identity for your passport. And if you say your status is this and your name is this, particularly this, that's what they're going to take down. Then they'll issue out the passport. They'll, the liability falls on the, um, the witnesses who come in, identify you. Yeah. Is that considered like an alternative form of identification? You know, they have like birth certificate, marriage license, stuff like that. It'd be like a uh, notarized statement of somebody pledging or I'm somebody saying that, you know, you are who you are. That's one of the that's one of the things on the on the DS eleven. That is not on the DS eleven. Okay. Yeah. Can you say this is for like a passport application, right? No, no, it's the pa it's one of the other ways to get the passport. Same way how like um you can use your family Bible because I sent them Bible records and stuff in order to identify um family records. So yeah, you don't. There's they tell you on travel.gov all the different ways that you can actually get it. It's just most people just send in a DS11. The regular way, how a regular United States citizen would, because that's what the average individual know here. Just give them your social. <laughs> Od. Yeah, and you. That's a. Like I said, it really depends on what you want to do mm -hmm. because you can, like, you can apply for a passport that way, and then you can come back around, and then you can apply for a passport without one, and then you can just, like, if it's a different name, it's a completely different entity. Entity, like, technically. I have multiple IDs. I just don't carry those other IDs when I'm going into other locations because that would be considered illegal in that particular jurisdiction. But when I'm here, I'm who I want to be because I have that ability and my credentials says that. And these are credentials that they acknowledge and recognize so I don't have any issues. So... If I want to be Jason Bourne, I can be Jason Bourne. All right, bro. Like, you, it, the best way I can say it is when you open up the Monopoly board, they got all these different tokens for you to move across the board with, right? If it's your game, it's your, those your pieces. Shit, which one are you going to choose to be today? But most of you only have one piece to play with, and that's that birth certificate. So maybe you should, you know, expand your arsenal. He said, yeah, bear. <laughs> so, damn, where is Jai at? Hold on one second. Let me get this, man. Shoot him this damn link again. <clears throat> Tell him they need to read. So... <clears throat> Um, transgenerational wealth. And for me personally, my next step because through my estate planning, I'm about to go up to Michigan and go handle some document filing. And then we about to do some updates on our family land. And depending on, depending on the type of contract I can get on top of acquiring, and then it's another way we get some land in Michigan as well. But depending on the type of contract I can get, 
I most definitely feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna be leveraging a large portion of land. Shit, I just got offered some good ass numbers for some land out the country, man. I'm one of the buildings that we got outside the country is damn near the price of 200 acres. So I'm like, it's the land game is really where it's about to be at as the system starts to dissolve, especially because development ain't gonna stop. It's just that people's people's income is going to decrease. Like already, like people are already getting laid off in Michigan. They've been getting, they've been getting laid off for the last couple of months. So they've been preparing for this because they're dealing the real estate game, and the real estate game is collapsing right now. Yeah, I seen that 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 bear market around the corner. Oh yeah, that sh- is is really yeah. crazy because if you t- if you I look at the market, it is crazy. It's like, it's like you know when when um. You know, when like tires screech, when somebody's do like a hard break or the, the subway train do that hard break and everybody kind of like swing back and forth in the car. Like, that's how I feel with the economy. Like you see how everybody was like, oh, you know, everything opened back up after Blase Bond happened the last few years. I'm like, nah, man, that's just that. They just trying to defibrillate this whole system right now. But it's, it's clipped right now. Like it's just steam coming out the engine right now. Yeah, we living in an interesting time, and like people, people gonna be stuck holding that damn dollar, and then they just motherfuckers gonna be, they not gonna even ask for that shit back. They just gonna be like, it's not worth anything. That one, that's cat, baby. That's cat. That's when the jig is up, right? It's like, yeah, by the way, that was never worth anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like. Now that it's all done, you know, you guys, you don't got to go home, but you got to get up out of here. <laughs> I don't know if they fully going to bail. They, they may tell people to go to their local bank, and, um, but they're going to have to make everybody. So Nancy Pelosi said it, that the United States got their own crypto wallet. Right. She said that years ago. So that should just put a lot of things into perspective right there, fam. Yeah, but it also makes me think about, like, how sustainable all this stuff is like you know when people talk about like solar flares and emps and cyber warfare and blah 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 and so you know just your hard drive getting corrupted <laughs> you know what i'm saying just like you know what i'm saying you lose your freaking your, your your access code or something or you don't got no electricity is it's pretty much a wrap yeah. So that's the reason why you got to be able to assert yourself in a proper position. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's why you got to get your land, and the easiest way for you to get land in some cases is shit. See who your grandparents are. You never know what your family got. Like shit, my great grandfather passed a grip of acres in Alabama down to my grandma, and that's not even including the other land patents in our family. Somewhere in our family records, on I think it's like my mom, father's side, my family owned a goddamn mountain in Tennessee. Hey, all that, all that is given by ancestry, or, or yeah, or whatever. Ancestry and through the Bureau of Land Management, showing the individuals who hold the the last rights to that particular land, and on the land patent it says for their heirs, forever, for their assignees and heirs forever. Is that like a like a like a policy or something like that for the Bureau of Lands Management? No, this is this is on the documentation. This is the what it says on the actual document. 
Oh, got you. It's the 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 real BLM. Yeah, the real lives matter. The one that they didn't want you Googling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, yo, that just hit me right now. Bro, that shit's so funny because what was I watching? Um, the new season of Reno 911. And they was like, they was like, it's a Black Lives Matter thing outside. And they was like, they was like, it's a BLM thing outside. And they went outside. It was the fucking Bureau of Land Management outside. <laughs> that shit was loud. Man, that shit was yeah, yeah, that should have go over a lot of people's heads, man. But um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that Ancestry even brought up like deeds and stuff like that, and like court court documents. Because I thought it was just going down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought, yeah. I thought it was just like last. I thought it was just like family members. Like, oh, this is your uncle. This is your cousin. Like, two, one. They got um. Thank you. They got family stories, all types of things, records, pictures, wills, all that shit. Yeah, that is. That's the reason why I'd be referring people to that particular one, and that is legal evidence for whatever claims people be making. Because if you're gonna make a land claim, or like, so if I'm gonna say I'm a part of a tribe, but I haven't dealt with anybody in the tribe, what evidence do I have in order to assert me into this relationship? Just my bloodline and this paperwork right here. That's legal Whole lot. <laughs> it's like, and nobody can deny who slept with who in order for you to get here, whether they like you or not. So you don't got to go back, and I'm not saying that was the case for me, but I'm just letting people know, you don't got to go back to a goddamn reservation or one of these federally recognized tribes in order for you to be acknowledged as what you are as an indigenous individual. You just got to have it on document. And underneath the rights of indigenous people, that's good enough. And that's an international law. Yeah, so I think I'm. I think I'm gonna definitely consider signing up for that ancestry journey because I, I was just checking out the website right now, and I was like, man. I mean, I could just Google all these people who have this name, but again, if you said they give you access to all these documents and stuff, it's there's no way that yeah, go, to say, go to my family heritage. search. No, go, go to, to my heritage. Yeah, go to family search or my heritage first. But you got family outside the country, so some of your records are going to be international. That's why I said the Mormons actually have some of those international records. And you, you would say go to like the Mormon website, Mormon.com? No, no, no. That's Ancestry.com is their website. Oh, 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 plug. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, they had to rebrand it a little bit just to make it a little palatable. I see what they did there. Yeah. Yeah, they got the largest archive. All, all they did throughout history was just collect records on people. Hey. Makes sense. Somebody got to do it because people would rather twerk and shit instead of work. Twerkable work. Hey, hey, but DJ, isn't it uh, in a lot of the King James Version Bible, like in the churches and things like that, doesn't it say at the beginning a lot of them that this book was distributed by the Mormons? Am I correct? Yeah. Yes, they were. That was a joint that was always in a hotel desk, right? On the little, little nightstand when you check in at the hotel. Yeah. I don't know if those are still there anymore, but yeah. They still be out here pedaling on that little pedal bike. <laughs> Looking hot as hell. I'm like, you ain't sweating, fam? I'm like, why they don't let y'all get cars, dog? <laughs> 
Yeah, you gotta be crying over here, bro. I'm just asking real questions, guy. Like, I know in hell you about to have me pedaling all over the city just to talk about the good Lord and Savior. <laughs> bro, he needs to save me from this heat, boy. I can just, like, I just I just took my son outside, and it's hot as hell out here in Florida. I couldn't imagine pedaling from block to block talking about some damn religion for these people. <laughs> yeah, that's just too much, man. Way too much. <laughs> so, so does ancestry, I know this might sound like a redundant question, but does basically your family ancestry records plus, uh, plus Boom. your, plus whatever you want to identify as, that's, that, that's what pretty much is the, is the formula for bloodline? No, literally the ancestry going, that's going to be your bloodline because what you're going to pull up is going to be your, your grant. Oh, that's mustard, boy. So I got goddamn mustard on the floor. <laughs> um, <laughs> my bad. It's all so, <laughs> what you gonna do is you gonna pull up your um. That's gonna be the bloodline itself right there, because like like I said, my that's my grandparents. So it ain't no it ain't no. I just wanna be a part of this. This is. Like, I don't have no option in this. This is who I am. So it's not like I'm just deciding. That's the, that's really the difference between claiming to be um, a Moorish American versus being like a more, I'm just using this as an example, a more by blood, because you will be able to prove this versus just, just throughout a religious affiliation. And I'm not saying that it's anything wrong with the religious affiliation side. Those are the only two ways that that works. It's either going through religion or going through your actual genealogy. Right, legal claim versus, uh, I guess, matter of fact would be the other way or uh, un, un, undisputable. I don't know what the hell the term is for it, but yeah, accepted for what it is. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. Either I'm gonna say either way, they're unalienable rights. Mm. So these mm -hmm. are things that can be um, transferred or denied. Hey man, that's that's good work, man. I think I'm gonna have to sign up for this ancestry joint, man, and just get this paperwork straight, cause that's that's pretty much one of the the last missing pieces. I just didn't want to do like that whole DNA thing. I was like, yo, that shit don't make no sense. No, you don't. <laughs> to me, to no, me. No, no, no. You yeah. don't have to. You're completely right. And I'll um just for clarity in the room. So, I've I've done a DNA. As I've done a DNA aspect. My DNA actually says that I'm so-called Native American. I'm an L2A1B1. I don't necessarily care for that term. But um, L2s, they have some form of African origins. If you're A, B, C, D, R, X, R, Y, you're, you're what they consider to be a Native American. So I'm an A and a B, and that also shows that I have relations to multiple tribes. And the A tribe is, that's my grandfather tribe. That's the Lenape. Because that's, that's just on my mother's side. And like I said, I'm attached to three tribes. So the A and the B is the Lenape and the Anyawea. So that's the Lenape and the Cherokee. But I'm able to identify that through the haplo grouping. But when it comes to where the particular location of where these haplo groups are, that's very broad. And on top of most of these companies actually come out and say they only test 1% of your DNA. But if you only test 1% of my DNA and it come back that I'm Native American, how much Native American really am I? 
So you just be mindful of that. Understand what you're getting yourself into. And on top of a lot of these companies, um, they contract your data to policy enforcers or police enforcement. So you actually have to opt out of those things. But and I didn't give no blood. It was a saliva thing. But I also, I have control over my IP and my stuff like that. So if I ever, if it was ever used in a capacity that I didn't agree to, I for sure have leverage in order to get a, um, a tort claim in place because I already had those claims over my my own property. I yeah, yo, you, I was 20. yeah, you just read my mind about that when I'm, I'm thinking about like, okay, make these, make the, um, get the paperwork and everything, but it's like once I submit the request or they have access to my information, like you said, if they hadn't playing hot potato with the with the data, you know, it's like you gotta have you gotta have that you gotta have that counter in, in the pocket. <laughs> you gotta have that that pivot and counter strike real quick just to be like, oh, all right, that's cool. the benefit of utilizing the UCC and stuff. So that's why I'm like, you just don't throw everything out, but we gotta understand how we supposed to use things for ourselves. And by me having these claims and stuff in place. Like literally, first in line, first in time. I gave you notice. It's public record. If you didn't check for it, that's your fault. So when you when you trespass against me, like now I already have the legal claim in place in order to get a remedy. So all we gotta do is go to court now, and they gonna either we gonna have a settlement or you gonna end up paying me out because this stuff has been public record for years. So you just make sure that you take care of yourself. Like that's the that's what we be like having yourself corrected in, in its entirety. Like your own personal status and nationality is separate from your business arrangement. And that's what the claim on the straw is for. So people actually start getting their business arrangement in order, because if they use that DNA for the for what they believe is for that particular entity, but it's actually for the living soul, you have to have on record that that's that's yours and you have control and rights over that. Otherwise, through assumption and also tacit agreement, it's just like a record deal, fam. You go into the studio and you let somebody um, let you record for free and shit. Or either you let a label pay for your deal. Like, you don't have mm -hmm. the masters or the rights to your shit. Right, but you, 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 you over here playing, playing in the... They got you, they got you at, at Bird Off Goodman. They got you at all the boutique shops. But it's like, you, that ain't even your bread. That's not your store. That's not your product. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, that's a great analogy right there. It's just we gotta we gotta have new perceptions when we're looking at a lot of these things. I don't really, I don't. That's <laughs> it's really about the teacher and the intentions behind like the message that people are trying to deliver, fam. I'm like, are you really trying to help motherfuckers? Or are you out here trying to get a bag? Because this is some of the most dangerous information floating around. I just had a I just had a business partner reach out, and like the other day he was like, "Will you take a 1099A?" And I was like, respectfully, fuck no. Hey, if you don't mind my asking, what, what, why'd, you, why'd you say no instead of, instead of yeah? Tell me how I'm going to get my money out of 1099A. If you can't tell me, why should I have to do all that work? You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If, <laughs> if you can't articulate it, why the hell should I take it? Just because you assume that I know what's going on? My bad, it was a truck ride. Oh yeah, but I'm just saying, just because you assume that I know what's going on, you feel like this is an easy avenue in order for you to be able to barter or something with me. 
and I'm gonna treat you the same way the financial institutions. I'm be like, so I'm like, what are we doing here, fam? I'm gonna make you tell me what's going on, and if you can't, we're not moving forward. And I'm not being an asshole, but that shit is for my safety and yours. Because Real once cool. again, you bringing a whole third party into a contract that has nothing to do with what we got going on. So why the fuck is the IRS coming into our business relationship right now? And you're contracting with private, correct? Yes. Uh, all, all my businesses are private sector. Absolutely. So why would I assert a third party who operates in accounting and taxation into my situation to where they gonna document this fucking money being moved and then they gonna wonder, one, where it came from, two, what am I doing with it, and three, where's they portion of it? No, we not doing that, fam. <laughs> we just, no, we, uh-uh, that's not an option. And people don't look at it like that because they don't know the full capacity of which the operates, op, the, uh, excuse me, the IRS operates. Hmm. And like I said, this ain't to discourage nobody. It's just like we got to have these transparent conversations and people are more than welcome to come up here and always present the inverse, be the devil's advocate. I'm more than willing to have these dialogues. Shit. So you would take a uh, a promissory note from somebody in the private sector rather than doing the 1099 process. Hell yeah. Damn, you know, yes, like literally, I, me, and, me and one of my partners just did a promissory note. Mm. And because I, 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 kept the, I kept the money in, within the contract. Go ahead, go ahead. I always had a question. How do you, uh, I guess, monetize those promissory notes? I understand that they are already money but like, just say you was gonna put it in your business account or your trust account or something like that. How would that translate over into like the dividends or credit um, in the bank account? So, what you the question? So this is why you don't throw away the UCC because this question refers to the utilizing of the Uniform Commercial Code with the UCC one and the UCC three in order so that you can actually create currency based on the instrument. So it's the same exact way how we generate business credit throughout the loan agreements through a UCC-3. Well, a UCC-1 and a UCC-3. Literally same exact process. It's just you got to make sure you check the right boxes. So based on me doing that with that particular instrument, I'll be able to um, establish that um, line of credit with that promissory note. But so let's be clear with this type of relationship so let's say you get like me utilizing me and you as a um as an example so i'll use my company um atum cybertech atum cybertech is asking you for fifty thousand dollars right so um i get a, i give you a promissory note for me for a promise to pay you back the 50k right what you then do you can take that instrument on top of my payments so it depends on the way the instrument is built out if i default on this particular instrument then you can go leverage on it and hypothecate it and things like that the way other um, financial institutions do but of course you're going to use a broker for this 
Now, if I don't, you're just going to receive your payments, but you'll be able to generate a business line of credit based on these transactions through the loan agreement along with the promissory note. So the UCC actually got a compound interest in this particular aspect. So when I be talk, like, that's why I be like, you don't throw that shit away because it's for doing business. UCC, Uniform Commercial Code, these are the rules and regulations for how you conduct commercial activity. So whenever we conduct in commerce, these are the rules for how we're supposed to operate. So why the fuck would we just throw the UCC out? I'm not saying anything about you in particular, bro. I'm just speaking generally. Oh, I, I got you, bro. I'm just following the example. You got it. Hey, peace. Yeah, yo, hey, DJ, if I'm following you correctly, it's like commerce, UCC isn't the same thing as like exclusive private trading, but a UCC could be like a side effect of private trading. So, yeah, uh, so the uniform, like I said, it's the rules and regulations for how we conduct ourselves and commercial activity, whether it be public or private. So there's rules in there for how we conduct ourselves in private transactions and in public transactions. So yes, the, util the UCC can be utilized for private equitable situations, but um, private equitable situations is not the UCC. You understand what I'm saying? It's a tool that right. can be utilized for both, yeah. Right, 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 this is that, but that's not this kind of thing. Yeah, completely. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's not like they're not adding the, it's not the universal, universal commercial and private equitable, uh, uh, UCC. It's just like, yes, universal commercial code. That's why I was asking. Like, if you don't know that nuance, it probably, it could go over your head or slip under your feet, but yeah, um, I, I, I get, I'm picking up what you put down. Yeah. And once again, fam, like I don't, I am not a fucking know-it-all. I don't feel like I know everything. I just be speaking on my own personal experiences, and I'm I'm still learning on a day-to-day -day basis. Shit, I fucking go to sleep studying, fam. And then, like, especially in these last couple of weeks, with me being able to come in contact with some of the elders that I deal with, like, I've been in awe with some of the information that I've been able to, you know, capture. So, like, I'm still a student to this day, and I'm going to remain that until I transcend. And I, um, but even though, like, I don't mind partners information with people. So I say that to you, like, yo, like, the floor is everybody's. Even though, like, I'm one of the moderators and shit, like, I want to hear from everybody. Because this is how we have, we, especially if we're going to operate in a dial capacity, people have to be comfortable, like, understanding, like, we're operating on an equal playing field. And, like, we, we share the floor. Like, I'm not... I'm not arrogant like that. I'll let somebody know, like, this is a DJ thing right now, so I need everybody, nah, but like, this is a collective, fam. And like, I'm, I'm, I want us to push us more in a collective mindset. That's the reason why I, like, I'm pushing us to the Discord so we can get a lot of these things out the way. And people can go do whatever they want with this information. My goal is to give it up for fucking free, like I said. What's good, Bonded? Where you been? You asleep, fam? I, I forgot you over on the um you over on the West Coast. Where you get my headphones from, bro? Yeah, yeah, I'm here though. Yep, at a late night. Man. You was up on Twitter Spaces all night. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter Clubhouse, if wherever I can go. Getting kicked out of places. <laughs> nah. I'm... I'm about to say since you here, fam. Um. I will. I would love for you to be able to share your perspective about the room topic. So this is an AMA. Um, ask me anything um, as it pertains to 1099s, UCCs, bonds, the NFT world, and crypto. What do you personally think 
like the integration of these processes and the blockchain would be like because you um, for anybody who don't know that he has one of the nfts from one of the um the life of the negro project so he himself deals in the nft project so um yeah bro explain for yourself like what that's gonna be like the integration between these processes and the blockchain well I, I thought we were moving away from the 1099s or anything concerning the IRS. So, you know, I don't want to speak on connecting because I'm really, in my studies of the 1099, I see a lot of people dealing with a lot of information. Me personally, I never conquered or completed the whole process. I see people that say they have, I haven't confirmed anything. And so now with the blockchain technology, I've been more just focusing on that and i thought the whole point was to get away from the irs and stay private and utilize blockchain so we can deal directly with each other what's the point of having the middleman or the accounting done by a third party on the outside of what we're doing so i'm not an expert at the 1099 i've I've been exposed to it do i like i said have i ever um completed that process no i think i was just well now i've been just focusing on the new wave that's about to emerge and i've you know we've talked about how people may want to connect certain things to the blockchain but is that the is that the right way to go about it should we connect things like that or should we just stay private and utilize the technology and empower ourselves it's a new renaissance as far as um you know how we talk in our private capacity yeah um it's a new renaissance so with the renaissance historically it's best to get in position for what's about to happen versus trying to incorporate what's already the bush right holding on to the past is what i would would, uh sum that up and like I said, I just say I haven't had anyone to really trust as far as completing the process or showing one how to do it. Um, I've been do- doing the private thing for a while, and it's like I'd rather just, <laughs> it's going to sound crazy, but I'd rather keep the money in my mattress, and once I secure assets, then the assets are in the physical, so I don't. You know, uh, should we keep should we keep our at or should we keep our value or wealth liquid, or should we quickly find assets and things to invest in and move? And so, you know, we just try to stay out of the public aspect just by, as they say, owning nothing, but we control all of the assets. So, you know. Um, I think it's just life for me. I sum it up as I, I just go for a particular life, you know, a lifestyle. And I think that that's what everybody really, really looking for is just a, a stress-free lifestyle. Um, does that equate to how much money you have or how many assets you have for each his own? So I say for me, hell yeah. Right. <laughs> for me, yes. No, but I, I just think the technology is allowing us to just bro no, i can please, i can curse but um to your statement about um people integrating the 1099s and stuff over into these particular processes if somebody was to do that you have to understand the position that you are as it pertains to blockchain technology if you're doing anything that 
it involves with taxation or social security number, you're on you're on a centralized system and you have been KYC, which means know your customer and you have given over your identification and also your, your social security number. And because of these particular platforms you're utilizing for these crypto transactions, they report to the IRS because of their relationship with the SEC. So because you use them, they're going to make you report to the IRS because of their relationship with the SEC. But then there's DeFi wallets and systems that are off of the KYC system, and you don't have to give up that type of private information in order for you to hold one of these wallets. So you got to understand who you're even dealing with. So that's why I'm like, we got to make sure that we properly educate our people so we can fast track them into even being onboarded into NFT projects. Because I guarantee you, if people just had a, a, a minuscule understanding of like certain blockchain technology, all of their ass will be making NFT projects, fam. Am I right or am I wrong? You're right. That's why we the leaders of the new school. So, hey, 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 it's the it's a new wave coming. So I like what you mentioned about the SEC, and that's what the federal government was weighing up all of this time. It's like, how do we get in your business? That's what it's all about. Governments don't exist unless they can get in your business as the private people. If people don't really know their power, we're not going to get too deep on that. But it's like, yeah, they coming back to the people, getting more data, information. Tell us about your private money now. Tell us about, are you learning about blockchain? If so, tell us more. Like, you giving them, you're going to give it back to them. The whole thing is for freedom, right? And, or protect the, the, the technology has allowed your private power to really be like turned up like times 10 why give them information it's like you snitching on yourself like okay yeah okay like it's just crazy so i just think that they are jumping on to the people who may not even understand what's going on right but they still have trust in the government so therefore they're using that against the people like tell us more give us more information about what you are planning to do and it's like us like, no, we recognize that the technology is here so you can continue to be private and deal with other people who are private instantly. And that's power, that's communication quickly, transactions quickly, done, secure, it's over with between me and you. That's and real sovereignty, fam. That's real that's sovereignty. That's real power. Because you got, you got a bonded coin, I got my Atom coin. We may have we may have a trust fund baby sub coin or something, depending on some of the gamification projects or whatever. But you, like, I come to you, you'll take my tomb tokens, you come to me, I'll take your bonded tokens because we have a treaty or we both operate within the same autonomous organization or in, in some, in this decentralized autonomous organization. So it's operating in the same, and we have these understandings and these agreements. So we barter between one another and just throughout this system with us having more people come on board into these systems and hold these coins we increase the value of these tokens and then we actually put value behind these cryptocurrencies and that's what the united states in the world economic forum has a fear of happening because then you remove the need for a government because everybody's operating in their own ecosystem their own micro ecosystems and then if we everybody family got a currency bro you said something so deep bro and let me say let me build on you don't need police if you got private security and I'm using that philosophy or language because you just said 
the World Economic Forum, they are worried about you don't need the government. Yeah, because just like you don't need police if you have private security. Same essence that they don't want the world to get too free too quick because it can get savage, but then everybody's staying to, on their own. Like, okay, I don't need police because I got private security. Come on my property, I'm gunning you down, period. They don't want freedom is free freedom is dangerous for the whole world so they are yeah the the world governments and powers are like okay we get what it's benefiting me as an individual but is this a good thing that everybody get on this too fast so you know it's a balance to it that you will want society to change in time and in grace periods like in time and just we fall into this thing versus just it we wake up and it's just wild and free and everybody and yeah, like, so it's a balance to it, but it's up to you to have the knowledge to understand which end of the spectrum you're on, the scale, which, like, okay, I get the balance that you want. You don't want everybody to wake up too fast, but I'm woke, so I'm going to support. Okay, cool. If they don't get it, cool, it's okay. Some people need food stamps, and some people are going to need the card, a bit, the whatever coin that the federal government creates so they can load it up and take care of them. Like, cool, but... We, as being conscious to know what's going on, let's prepare ourselves all the way up for the benefit. Yeah, Why? y'all gotta start. Your... They gotta watch these dystopian movies, fam. Like y'all gotta see like what it's like when the world becomes removed, and these, and then they have these walled communities, and then they have these other sub communities with people struggling and things like that. That's because people didn't put, they didn't plan and prepare for that shit. And when it hit, it hit, and then shit just went left. Like I'm, I come from a TCG family, you know. Like you, you stay ready. <laughs> so like that's because my parents are Marines, so we're always taught, taught in order to prepare. Living in Florida. <laughs> hey, what was that? What was that after the prepare? In order to prepare? No, no I had to cut out. It's a goddamn muscle cars hitting the streets on the weekends, mm -hmm. and you know it's, uh, they be hitting the bikes and shit over here. It was like, I love it though. I don't mind a couple loud cars, everybody speed. I'd rather this than the other shit. <laughs> but no, uh, we just have to be, we have to prepare for these particular situations or otherwise, like I said, we gonna end up being, like motherfuckers gonna be looking surprised. And be like, oh shit, they really did it. Like nigga, of course, like, what do you mean? They've been telling us for years they were going to do it. And now when it happens, it was like people with me like when I pulled my website down, I was telling people for months I was taking my shit down. They was like, damn, fam, you ain't let nobody know. I was like, nigga, yes, I did. I let everybody know. I said it on videos and all. Like, that's the same exact shit most of the world is going to do, fam, when shit just crumbles. They be like, damn. Yeah, because just like you said, Dita, you, you, I think the key word you, you mentioned was uh, prepare. And it's like for all the people in the world who have zero interest to unplug quote unquote or have zero interest to decide things for themselves the people who are just happy as heck everything shut down and closed and they're delivering food and everything you need you don't got to interact with nobody there's a lot of people who are very very excited and happy about that uh, you know other like-minded people like ourselves we're like Hey man, we 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 over here fiddling our thumbs and like trying to get prepared and bracing ourselves and you know what I'm saying, bracing for impact, getting ready for liftoff. But that's just uh, where on the timeline of 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 humanity you want to be on and where where what's your notch on the on the whole event. You know what I'm saying? 
because um, I see certain people like when I learned like the stuff that you that we talk about in this room, I'm like, man, there's people that like they'll get lost one sentence and like, yo, well, what are you talking about, fam? Like, pass that bottle, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying, like. You know, but when I think back at all those uh, dystopian video movies or like images of indigenous people or Native Americans or whatever getting finessed out their land, like getting drunk, they was getting mirrors and crystal balls and toys and distractions and stuff, and people would just sign their name on the dotted line, and they were scratching their head confused afterwards, like, wait, what? What happened to my? What happened? <laughs> like, Yo, yeah. they, just, they just tossed your socks off your feet. <laughs> like, what you mean? It's the same exact situation mm-hmm. with this shit because. That's Can the I reason some- why they're not openly educating people. Go ahead, fam. Like, bro, what he just said is what... Right. You know, me and, and Joe, and you know, you two, y'all be playing with me about, like, how I go in these rooms, and, you know, these people, I be getting kicked out eventually because they don't want to really hear the truth. But what my... To build off what the brother just said, our people are so stuck on sensationalism and... All of this space talk, yeah, we're the melanated being. Like, I get all that. But why? Okay, look at our communities. Like, you have to be humble enough to, okay, it's cool to know who we are. It's But it's more powerful when you know who you are and then you plan and, and you focus on what you're going to do. And I just go to all these different rooms and they just talk in it, sensationalism or, or they're Going back to what the brother said about certain movies, yeah, you will see them. They getting drawn. They they talking to the, the crystal ball and don't really understand that. And we see in the movie, they get their land took. They get ran over. They get they not preparing. They're not preparing for what's to come. They're ignoring the truth. And it's like, look, we got to get hands on with this information. Stop being. I told. I got, I got kicked out of the room a couple of days ago. She was like, uh, something about, you know, conscious. I'm like, oh, yeah, La La Land. Like, because <laughs> you're saying you conscious, but you're not dealing with the facts and the evidence that we are leading. They are they are planning and, and molding society in a direction. And if you want to ignore that, cool. I'm going to stop, grab a few brothers that we were walking in that direction. Like, Hold on, bro. I'm going to put my hand out. And if you stop. If you run through my arm, cool, I'm going to let you go. But if you stop and look at me, make eye contact, like, bro, we can't keep going that way. Hey, bro, that's the slaughterhouse. <laughs> keep going that way. They turning them into burgers, bro. And then, like, they not listening. Look, I only can grab a few. Like, yeah, something ain't right. <laughs> so we got we to gotta switch it up. We got to get prepared for what's going on. I'm not going to continue to be herded and just go with the flow of what they're planning to do. So, yeah. We got to get hands on with real information and stop all of the ignoring. Like we really, our people are, or people in general, the Y'all American better public, come to church. Right. They scared and no, they want to act no, like they we not. We got Sunday service tomorrow, fam. You t- you coming? You heathen? I'm, a, I'm, I'm baptizing motherfuckers. What is he talking about? I'm throwing water on the computer screen. <laughs> the first step to beating fear or beat beating that you are scared is to realize that you're scared it's okay to be scared but you gotta i'm scared i'm swinging first like okay it's okay to be scared but to ignore that you're scared and to avoid the conflict or not wanting to seek the information that will empower you for the next conflict that's that's even worse so So, let me build let me build on your point right there as it pertains to the fear component 
because what you're speaking on is the fight, um, the flight or fight um, um, mechanism. So fear is not bad. It is the aspect of anxiety or being are stalling out and not being able to move forward because fear like that is something that's encoded in every individual. In some cases, it will save your life. But it's the aspect of allowing it to control you or the aspect of you having concerns of something that may never happen, preventing you from being able to move forward. So the only way to get past that in most cases is being educated in the thing that you believe that is um, scaring you or that you have fear about. Education prevents fear. And also um, going through the mechanisms because like, um, I'm, I'm a martial artist, I'm third degree black belt. Perfect example is most people have a fear of being punched or like just having hands coming towards their face. Through conditioning and constantly going through this motion, you will actually learn in order to like not flinch. Not necessarily saying you're gonna let somebody hit you, but you're gonna understand like what's actually a threat versus what's not, just by being conditioned in these capacities. Hey, peace, DJ, on that. Hey, what, what's, your, what's your style? What's, what, what style are you in? Taekwondo. I got, um, I got third degree in Taekwondo and first nice. degree in Shotokan. And Shotokan, I do knife fighting and stick fighting, so our knees and college. Hey, yeah, that's what's good. That's what's good. Yeah, I was doing a little bit of uh, Goju Ryu karate. You know, I feel like everybody back in the day did Taekwondo. Like, I don't know what, I don't know if it was like residue from all the from all the Kung Fu flicks back in the days, but karate was just everywhere in the 90s. So is it just me? No, that's a fact. But uh, right? I did I, Taekwondo. I didn't second. start. I ain't started Taekwondo until I was what twenty two. My father was a boxer. I came up. I came up okay. boxing first. Okay. Nice. And I just I had went to a tournament as an adult, and I had seen motherfuckers. I seen grown ass men who couldn't kick past their head. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I can do this shit. Mm -hmm. Showed up. I was boy. I was extra as hell. I was so extra. It just like I go look at my old fights as a white belt. Like I first move out the gate, I'm jumping up, roundhouse kicking people in the head, like ah, like a little power ranger. Yeah, yeah. It's just like not not tangible shit because if somebody ever, as me as a black belt, somebody ever jump and try and kick me, like I'm slamming them on the head, God. Like I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna rotate them yeah, in the air, but bro. But that, that that type of that type of that type of creative response, that that creative response capacity is what what gave you know, in my opinion, I think. That's what a lot of melanated people do. Like we've been doing katas and all types of kiongs and all type without even knowing what the names of them joints was when we was kids. You know what I'm saying? Like climbing up the doorway, doorway frames, and 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 trying to do the the John Claw Van Damme split on the two chairs. Like I don't seen it all in like flipping on mattresses. You know what I'm saying? Like we just yeah, that that's shit just natural. naturally in us. <laughs> yeah, that shit naturally right. in us for sure. Right. It's natural. Word. And uh, like, it, like I know people like martial arts. That's one of the most struggling fields that I have seen, especially with COVID, because of limited contact wow. and stuff yeah. like that. Running the dojo and <laughs> stuff. So, like for that particular type of system, like these, like we look for in our tech company, we look for solutions in order so that we can provide them to other businesses. So in my mind, I'd be like, how can I make a karate business better? are integrated over into the web 3.0 world in order to where they have a presence and you know like increase their marketing and things like that so in a situation like that when it comes to like that physical stuff like i pick some of my top students i would pay for them to go to a mocap studio and then i do some crazy metaverse marketing and i make a goddamn karate game which is based on off our style and our teaching and my dojo will make that money forever boom off blockchain 
and like I'll I'll be able to raise funding for it. like bro I just made that shit off top right now just us talking like I didn't already have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah, <laughs> I think about things like that all the time, man. Like, yo, what you what you saying about the martial arts joint during COVID was ill because, um, you know, I was I was just dabbling with a little bit of uh, BJJ, right? A little Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and uh, everybody was just like, "Man, you you gonna go to that gym? Like, what about you know? That's that's pretty intimate. Like, for those who don't know, you know, like Brazilian jiu-jitsu is a very very intimate. <laughs> yeah, that shit is is real wrestling. Like, if it was you gi or no gi? Um, we we train we train both. Um, I prefer gi because it's more realistic to me. Not saying that you 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 know you can't be on a beach somewhere and you know have to defend yourself, but I like I like gi because. Most people are gonna be wearing clothes when you come in contact with right, <laughs> right, 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 and and then also like a lot of people grab up your clothes, you know, like the movie scene, like I'm gonna grab you by your collar and try to drag you around. It's like, yo, BJJ is is a really interesting <laughs> style. Um, but yeah, at that point in time, it was kind of like very similar to a lot of this information. It's like, what am I scared of? Am I scared of contracting this sickness and dying? Um, but I also know like I need to learn these skills, right? So it was a very conflicting decision to make at that time. The crazy thing is you I know. didn't anybody who I know who was going to the gym throughout COVID and anybody who was like working in a martial arts mm-hmm. capacity, even the people who I seen doing jujitsu, none of their ass got caught. Not a fucking Facts. It literally yo, for real. And like there if there was anybody who ever came in with like the sniffles or anything like that, like that shit was not lasting more than a day. Like, because like, they gonna sweat it out. They gonna work it through their system. They move. Yo, it man, yeah, system. yeah, man, exactly. So, um, and that's and and that that level of of um the the gap between courageous behavior versus versus uh fear fear based right fear versus love I guess because uh, love is like uh you know nobody wants to get me too these days so people kind of made love a four letter word that's bad I I think but um. You know, like love versus fear. That's that's pretty much the main format. So like you could you could categorize it as mad other stuff, but it's either love or fear or, or you know, courage or fear, you know. But like we, like I forgot who it was. I don't know if it was Chaz or Bond that said something about like or maybe it was you, DJ, when you were saying, um, even when you're scared you still gotta gotta go for it because like fear is is a driving force, you know what I'm saying? Like that's courage courage and fear is like credits and debts, debits, you know what I'm saying? Like they, they, they kind of coexist. Shit, you want to know what? I'm, you know what I'm scared of? I'm scared to, I'm scared to be fucking bald. I'm scared to die broke. I'm scared <laughs> oh, for right. my children not to acquire shit. And I'm gonna let that shit drive me to fucking make sure I take care of my motherfucking hair. I eat right. I fucking get a bag passed out to my children. Mm-hmm. Establish businesses. So that can be a driving mechanism. You don't have to let that shit steer you into. Uh, damn, a wall, and then you be limited from developing yourself. So it's like, yeah, make sure y'all come to church tomorrow. We're gonna be in a Discord around 12. You know, like, y'all ain't gonna be doing nothing anyway. Y'all don't go to church. <laughs> so, like, I, most people here don't go to church. You might as well come kick it with us in the Discord, and then we can do this document deal. You know, get real spiritual up in here. Y'all can bring y'all spirits. I don't care. We down to earth. We, we, <laughs> hey, hey, is the Discord joint, is that is that strictly text? text messaging or is it like audio kind of like kind of like this it's gonna be audio it's gonna be audio okay it's gonna be audio and video audio and video oh word i never done i never done the discord like that i mean i got the app and everything like that i'm still getting familiar with it you know what i'm saying i added the added you uh, i invited myself to the to that group to your group and joint um 
You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm looking, I'm getting more familiar with it. Um and yeah, man, just just um connecting the dots, man. You know, I I'm trying not to get too caught up with analysis paralysis, but this is a this is a different type of matrix, you know what I'm saying? When you really zoom out, you know, so I'm like, I'm still I'm still taking steps forward, but it's like you gotta really have all the puzzle pieces before you, you know, take a take a step into the deep end without having no floating noodles, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like I I completely concur and I was um I was reading the chat. I was um address for Discord service. If you're looking for the Discord, um click the ping link. Um join the giveaway. It, you don't have to pay for anything. You just got to click on the buttons and one of those buttons is one of the Discords and then you'll get access to the Discord, but it'll also put you in rotation in order for you to receive either one of the NFTs, a token drop, or either a cash out. So only way you can win is if you participate, but also this is a way in order for me to incentivize you all in order to get over in Discord so that you all can see the difference in these particular platforms and we can actually start sharing larger amounts of information and we don't necessarily gotta have you bounce between websites and stuff because if y'all wanna jump into like, and then the crazy thing is about the Discord is you can go in there right now and you can open up a room or you can um, open up the voice channel even if I'm not in there. And then you can allow other people and you can communicate within the Trust Fund Baby Discord and y'all can have y'all private conversations in there whenever you desire. So, and you can also talk about these processes and things and you also can pull the documents from the other channels on the server. So we gonna, we gonna have a little like light lesson walkthrough so y'all can understand where shit is at. And I'm gonna upload our first set of documents, but for these first like couple sessions, everything gonna be open access, but a lot of that free material in order to protect it, it will be token gated. That's the reason why it's gonna be a gold NFT that um, token gates a lot of that stuff that you all will be able to get access to. That way anybody outside of the network just isn't coming in there taking documents and then trying to charge people for stuff that I'm giving away for free. I was reading the comments, my bad. <clears throat> oh, I'm starving, boy. What's good, Chaz? Where is these people at? Shot ass still working. What's good, bro? I'm uh, in the middle of me right now. Oh, no, you are good. I'm let, don't forget, I'm coming to the A fam, so link me so we can set that up. Say less, I got you. All right, that's a bit. <clears throat> All right. Down, down. There we go. Okay. So, yeah, um, tomorrow in class, this is going to be a review for a lot of people. It ain't going to be no different than when every time you stare the same scripture in damn church, man. We're going to go over to UCC. We're going to let y'all ask y'all questions. We're going to break down the loan agreements, how you how you build credit, leverage credit, also the negotiable instrument components and stuff like that. And uh, we'll talk about status. I'll make sure we got an affid uh, affidavit, and we'll also um, talk about the DS-11 process for y'all, and that way we can at least get past that. I'm going to see if I can drop a bot in there in order to rec to have the audio recorded in case anybody miss it, or I just may do a screen record so y'all can catch it. 
and I'll probably just upload that shit to YouTube later on, and then I'll drop it back into the Discord. That way, if anybody don't make it, but the reason why you do want to make it, that way, if you have questions that you have yourself, they can be answered on hand. And it just won't be me. It's going to be other people who've had experience in these particular processes. So you're not just you're not going to get biased um, perception. You're going to get the way that it happens per the documentation and also people who's been able to have um, positive experiences with these particular situations. And if we don't know about it, we're not going to teach about it. We, I literally tell you, like, no, nah, I don't. I personally don't fuck with that. But I'd be like, my man's over here deal with that. And I make sure that they valid. So that's really the goal. Link to class. So if you're looking for the link to the class, the Discord link, click on the ping linked up top, and then it's going to um, ask you for your information. And all you have to do is click on the Discord. Let me know if you can't get to it from there. But that has the Discords, the Twitters, and also the YouTube. And that's where a lot of the information would be. But all of the documents will be held in the Discord. And Sunday service is going to be in the Discord. So pretty much most of my Sundays is going to be on Discord. Cool, 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 cool. All right, let's not. It's about to rain out here. Oh, yeah. Manny, what color charger yeah. you what color, what color charger you getting? Black. Is it hot pink? Oh my nah, god. Hell no, nah, <laughs> you wild. <laughs> you getting the Hellcat? No, uh, it's just a RT. Uh, you live in a D. You ain't got no scat. You ain't really Bro, you ain't got no scat. You live in you live in the D, your shit about to get. <laughs> they gonna oh, steal oh, your oh, shit. Right, yeah. <laughs> Hell nah. Yeah, play smart around here. Yo, trust me, I know, fam. When I man, I had used my iron law. Um she got a bench truck when I was up there. Boy, I was not bending not no corner without it on me just because I'm like, nigga, I don't I don't got time. I just don't got time today. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, fam. Even the, uh, the particular vehicle that I use. Hold on one second. Somebody about to ask me a question. What's going on, Bondit? Well, all is well. That's good. Man, I don't, why y'all not working on y'all NFT projects? What's y'all excuses? I'm like, y'all just sitting on Clubhouse, you think shit's sweet today? Like, where, 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 what's, what's the work? <laughs> Utility. Probably, they don't, utility is probably, because, uh, you know, you know, it's more than just artwork. It's about what you backing it up with, the utility on why somebody would even want the artwork, period. So, what, y'all having troubles with utilities? Yeah, we need to have a utility conversation. 
I give y'all utilities, fam. I give y'all utilities for free. Like, what's good? And that's crazy because when we talk about the UCC and we talking about utilities in the NFT aspect versus the UCC aspect, what the fuck is a utility? What are you transmitting as a utility? Are you transmitting utilities through NFTs? That was over y'all head. Y'all don't read the UCC one. No, I... Fact, true fact. <laughs> I haven't touched the UCC like that. What do you wow. mean? Uh, yeah, transmit. Debtors transmit utilities. DJ, I haven't touched that in a while. I ain't touched that. <laughs> shit. I ain't touched that shit in years, bro. You know who my last UCC follower was? I just know the documents by heart. That's all. That's why I asked. <laughs> but transmitting utility, and then when we talk about utility, um, utility-based NFTs. Understand that correlation and how that connection can be potentially be made in the near future. So, when I ask, whoa, um, yeah, 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 that's crazy. So when I ask about like if y'all need utility help, so like let me know about what it is you're trying to do, so we can talk about these utilities. Like we can get this shit going right now, fam. This workshop time. Shit, Bonda just left. He the one that brought about it up. All y'all. Yo, I had a question about something else. Um, now that you're talking about this, I want to see if you could bring these two things together. I know you're in Florida, and I was thinking about um, transporting fruit. Is there a way to kind of work that into what you're talking about with the NFTs uh, as a utility or something? Yeah. Hey, hey, brother Bay, um, DJ Bay. Um, I would say I'm not trying to be the answer because DJ Bay is the <laughs> definitely experienced one on that. But um, when it's talking about transmitting utility, it does state goods as well. So you know, that's a that's a form of goods. Of goods, you know, according to UCC. Then I would say yes. I would say that. Yeah, I um, I for sure. Like, yes, you you can incorporate that into an NFT model. And it's just about uh, being able. So, what I recommend you look into is like the supply, the Solana Pay model, and based on that particular model, you understand how an NFT project can offer particular services through point of sale and discounts. Come on, it's time to go to sleep, Chunky. And yeah, that's some great info. That's yeah, that and that definitely makes sense. Like you said, because that's. Right, I, I get that whole. Then he just gave you the whole outline, really, for real, to be honest. He's about to say, break, break it down for me what he was talking about with the POS and the discount. So the POS, that's um, one of the best examples to look at is like Solana Pay. Um, Solana Pay, they offer point of sale systems through Clover and Square. So I literally can take my NFT, like my trust fund baby, that's my PCR right now. I can take that and I can make that 11.55. So I make it a smart contract. I make um, 10,000 copies of it and I pass it around. If you hold this particular NFT, I get a 20% discount on everything within my store, whether it be digital or physical, boom, right there like that. And then you also can offer these particular, so if you're doing a wholesale contract, then you can offer these particular services to people who you're doing wholesale bartering with and you just run and then you get paid in crypto and everything. 
and then like you don't gotta worry about the taxation all of that i tell you in the back end how you move your money everything so you don't get hit with no crazy taxes all that shit wow so you're saying like um you're kind of creating like an ecosystem or maybe an association with the people in there like i would be doing um commerce or, or bartering like you said with them as being a part of the association just bringing the fruit to them um and then you saying with the the pos that um that you suggesting or just using the pos period that's how you can incorporate the nft yeah yeah you literally you can create your own token ecosystem you can make it to where they only are able to pay you with it with that particular currency it's a couple different options that's the that's the reason why like we literally have to get educated in this particular realm so we know what works best for our particular situation right right that's why I, that's why i threw this out there i didn't even know if it would fit um and i'm glad that you were able to to um bring the to merge them together. So, do you no you RG bro? Do you live in Florida? No, I'm in DC. Um my homeboy. Okay, understand that Florida is one of the only states that have um agriculture borders. I, I heard I heard yeah, it's yeah. got some little that's why I asked you cuz you're down there. Yeah, um, they they different. They different. So he used to bring up coconuts, but it wasn't on no like 18-wheeler type shit. He had a trailer and he would bring coconuts up here to um, a store that we had up here. And I was looking at um, still getting some of those coconuts, some other fruits or whatever, um, bring them up here. So, is if this is, I'll tell you like this, if it's not Florida grown, I can get you a contract to where you can just have, you can just go pick it up at the port, man. And you don't even got to worry about the coming through the ag departments and 18 wheelers and stuff, but... Mm -hmm. You just make sure that you um, have the funding down for that large amount of those transactions. Just make sure that your business model in place. If you need help with the funding aspect, we'll make sure that your credit and everything is yes. good so you can take care of that. But that's what I recommend. And that way you don't necessarily, you can transport up and down, but trust me, fam, plan it's with Florida Ag. Yeah, you mm -hmm. can just have it dropped off in the damn be more um, harbor, fam. Uh, I see. It's, so you saying... If it's not grown in Florida, you can just have it dropped off in the harbor. Yeah, because uh, if it's in Florida, it's gonna have to come up through Florida mm -hmm. if it's something. But most of the like some everything that we have here in Florida don't come from Florida, because we we got water all around us. We got ports all up and down this way, so it's a lot of import export here. I want to make sure I keep it fresh though. That's why. So my homeboy was going to um, Homestead, I believe, and he was getting coconuts from there. Um, oh, he was actually grabbing the coconuts down here in South yes, Florida. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, it was, fam, it was wow. fresh, a lot of quality. But I mean, that was his that was his thing, though. It was part of, like, a journey. No, I'm, bro, people make bread off coconuts down here, and they just, they fall on the ground. Like, you that's literally, what he was telling me. <laughs> yeah, you literally, can, I could ride past, like, 20 coconuts right now, and that's money for somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, like, mango, was, mangoes, too, here. He showed me the mangoes, the dragon fruit, the leche, all that shit he, had, he was bringing back up here. Um, but it was more on some health, you know, it wasn't really about the money. The money came, you know what I'm saying? But it was more, um, the money came, it was more about health, though. That was it. That's the thing that we was on. I'm still looking at, so I wanted to make sure I keep it fresh. So getting that stuff from there is great. Um, I'm not sure what the options are as far as importing. Like, I know the Bahamas has um, coconuts like that, too. So I, could, I guess I would check there and see i guess 
they they could get imported to Florida and can you drive from there or you just gotta you gotta go around Florida period. I'm not but ain't no way around this can you drive <laughs> ain't no way up out of Florida they should attach to this bitch. <laughs> no, I'm saying so I got something imported from the Bahamas. Would I even just bring it to Florida? I could just like you said, just get it dropped off in, in Baltimore, but that's working into my quality, you know what I mean? How much how much longer all you gotta see how much longer the trip is because if they if it's coming up from the Bahamas, the trip from the Bahamas to Florida is one day. Well actually it's a couple hours, fam. So What boat you talking about? Bro, I've been on I've been on the I've been on a cruise. I took a cruise to the Bahamas. I live I lived out of Miami. Hey, I took a cruise from Baltimore to the Bahamas too. It did we did not get down there no goddamn. You said from Baltimore to the Bahamas. I said from Miami to the Bahamas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It okay. depend. It also depends on how many knots as well, how fast they're going. Hey, if they could give me a day to Florida, and then we don't have to deal with this shit because it's not actually grown in Florida, I I could still get them to drive it up, and that'd be just a few more hours, like I don't know, twelve hours or whatever, however long it takes. Yeah, but like if that's something that you're really interested in, yes. if like that's the direction you're trying to go, like literally, um. Just get the list of the products that you're looking for, and then we shop around and see what's the best contract, uh, the best contracts available for those particular projects. I mean, products outside of what your partner is already doing. I wouldn't necessarily stop that either, because like if it's not, you know, broke. Well, no, 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 no. It's it's not necessarily broke. He moved to California, so oh. that's why it's. The, I know the demand is still here, though. That's why I was looking to pick it up. Because uh, the restaurant that he was going to, to uh, he had a contract with, basically, the relationship he had built, that guy had kind of slowed down. Now he's picked back up. He got a new location or whatever. And there were some other people that I had reached out to. And I, there was a, a definite demand specifically for coconuts and coconut water. Um, and actually getting it bottled up and all that stuff. But then they you know, heard about the other fruit, too. So they, they wanted those juices. Yeah, I'm actually attached to a coconut water company down here. I know the owners. It's um, name of the company, Hydro Cocoa. I actually just left their facility a couple of days ago. They gave me 20 cases of coconut water just because. Uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> like I had to load them shits into my storage next to my crib. Yeah, but it's um, it's really, in all honesty, from what I've been able to come to find out and just through my business development, it's about asking questions, bro. If I got a, if I got somebody, I just be like, yo, my man's looking for this, this, and this. You, six degrees of separation shit. Wow. I've been able, I've been able to, shit. Like, <laughs> fam just was telling me he was out, um, he was out with Sticky Fingers from Onyx. And, you know, they just did their verses before, um, what's the name? And like Sticky know me. Like I didn't I did some paperwork for Sticky a couple of years ago, fam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um like shit. Carl Thomas, I got I did a I did a music video with Carl Thomas in one of my apartments. Um I done met DJ EFN uh, from Drink Champs and it's just like it's it's really easy in order to assert yourself into that particular network when that network is where you reside. So all, that's why I do. I also encourage some people, like, maybe you should move out the area where you're trying to conduct business. I'm like, you never know. Yeah, I'm definitely contemplating um, getting closer to the equator, too. That was just uh, just something else I was doing in general. Um, but definitely taking that into account.
Yeah, fam, because like I ain't had none of them music videos or none of them connects when I lived up in the D. All that shit came when I moved down here. <laughs> it's just because people was here and then the negative connotation that comes with the city that I come from is like people don't feel safe there. So they're not gonna feel open and willing to communicate and share in a place that where you always have to be guarded and protected. So other locations invite completely different energy, especially as it pertains to business. Duly noted, definitely duly noted. Netflix released a content warning to Stranger Things in Texas. It must have been some weird shit going on in there. They just dropped that. And it's like, y'all, um, you have to pay attention to the movies and the integrations of the, te the technology and the things that they're presenting because a lot of these people within the best way to say it is everybody fucking friends and everybody part of the circle. So I'm over in California and I'm also I'm, a, I'm in Hollywood and I'm developing movies and shit. I got homies who are in Silicon Valley and they invite me over to their house and they tell me about their projects. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. Maybe I should, you know, write about this. Da -da 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 -da. And like, this is the reason why sometimes you see this, these emerging technologies in a lot of these movies and TV shows because these people are friends with a lot of these tech giants. So pay attention. Yeah, I heard, um, I kind of put in some of the, I got some friends out there too. Um, and I saw one time um, when Polite was actually out there, he was given the layout of the building he was in. He was like, they put this group of people that's in the entertainment industry near this group of people. So I could definitely see how these people would be friends because a lot of, a lot of the information, like you're saying, corresponds um, with other stuff outside of a movie or outside of the plot of the movie. So it would take some definite knowledge of them. So clearly they have to know each other. Yeah, it's uh, we gotta make sure that we tap into the collective consciousness itself. Um, like a good example of collective consciousness is like the I um the Akashic Records. You know, that's where Drew Ali say he got the information for the Circle Seven Quran and stuff. But it's um this interweave network of interlying information that's just in the ethers that we have the ability to tap into and pull from. What do you think the blockchain is? <laughs> it's a collective consciousness. Same exact situation. So when you see these expressions of collective consciousness through media or through motion pictures, be sure to pay attention. Because now we're going to see these same expressions on a digital capacity with cryptography, which is what we call the blockchain. Like this is some next level nerd shit. And a lot of people not gonna appreciate it because they they don't care to. But I'm 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 a nerdy motherfucker. <laughs> and like it's that's why I made a goddamn tech company. <laughs> uh, if you can see if you can see it, even if you don't even if you don't run the tech company, you don't know enough. I got a tech company that I can hire people for in order to push the ideas that I may have. You just got to start looking at things in a different mindset. Just because you don't have the know-how doesn't mean that that's not an option for you. Yeah, I've been running my ideas past more knowledgeable people. Because um, I was looking at, what I was looking at was Iron Man. I was looking at the, what I thought was AI. 
come to find out talking to other people it was just it was augmented reality if i'm not mistaken that he was using um it's, it's with the the uh, projection yep and, uh, ar the holographs yep that's where we going right there <laughs> That's why I be like, watch the goddamn movies, fam. I don't be trying to, but if y'all say it, like, ah, right, we can build on it, because um, the VR, the VR, we're we're still a nice little stint away from where VR is going to be. I don't have any of y'all ever seen the movie Wally when they had people like in the chairs and stuck in the world and like completely immersed, or either like Ready Player One. We still a few years out from that. We're closer to AR integration, and you can see that based on the Pokemon Go blow up. And that's the reason why Apple's dropping their AR kits, Google dropped their AR kit, and also they're dropping glasses to go alongside with them. Because, like, that level of integration, when we see Star Trek and you see motherfuckers just swiping their hands and moving things, and you see computer screens swipe, that is, that's not artificial intelligence. Because artificial intelligence, it actually thinks for itself. Those are coded out simulations, in most cases, that are projected are that are um geolocated in order to project in specific locations and that's what augmented reality is because like um my partner ja he literally if he want to drop an ar he'll be like right there wherever you are right in your living room all he needs is your geolocation and he can drop one of his nfts he can he can literally put one of them melanated life of a negro nfts right in your living room So imagine how that works when it comes to marketing. When you're a Google, when you're an Apple, how invasive that gets when it comes to your privacy. Like, you, you just going to start putting stuff in my house? So we have to make sure that we have some level of control in this situation. Y'all understand what I'm saying? This shit going to get wild. <laughs> Bezos said he putting shit in your skin in the future if you want to buy something from one of his stores. Got to swipe your form or some shit. He can box me for it. <laughs> Real shit, bro. Ain't nobody putting shit in me. That's the main reason why I make sure that I'm like I'm asserting my own brands and stuff for my family because you don't know what type of weird ass inclusions these people gonna have in order for you to conduct business within their network. But you have the like. It's their business, their rules and their regulations. Same way how a bank can turn you down, so can a business. And they can decide if they want to do business with you or not. The customer ain't always right. That was a bullshit lie niggas told. You want to know who's right? The motherfucker who makes the rule for the business. Because unless they said in the rules, the customer's always right. The customer's not fucking right. So just always understanding the aspect in which we contracting in and developing. So, Jaz, he been on the phone for two hours. He just sent me a screenshot. I was trying to get him in here before we had closed out. But, um, yeah, we, let me make sure. I'm about to check the chat. I said you got lost in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what? Okay, 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 okay. So if you just joined the um, Trust Fund Baby Discord, 
all you have to do is verify if you're not verified. But y'all for sure, y'all gonna get an alert and everything. You gonna get notifications when I go in there and y'all gonna see posts. And you will see the post in the general chat. And these, that's where everybody communicates in the general chat. And then we have in the general voice is where we'll be having class tomorrow and y'all be seeing the screen shares and stuff. So I bring up some of my old documents and things like that. And you come in tomorrow, whatever documentation that, um, whatever documentation that we drop for sure, or if you got access to the Discord, you, you're gonna have the ability to download it and ain't nobody charging you for that. So yeah, I actually, I was I was getting ready some of the art for the for the gold and the platinum and the black status artwork for the NFT project. And so most of that'll be ready by next week. So until then everything just gonna be open. So I'm not gonna be dropping a lot of crazy information, but we do got videos for walkthroughs, like private videos, like you don't necessarily gotta be incorporated in a class in order to check them. Like it's just me walking through certain processes, like if you wanna know how to make a 10,000 NFT collection. I'll walk you through the code, the platforms, and everything that you need to do in order to do that. Yo, we were um, talking about with strategies, right? Um, or different um, processes with this, this stuff. Um, and then somebody told me, actually Euro told me about um, this thing called Unreal Engine. Have you heard about it? Yeah, I developed an Unreal Engine, found. Oh, that's I what's up. Yeah, I got Unreal Engine 5. Unreal Engine 5 is um, it's, it's the triple A of this stuff. Like, But don't get me wrong, because like I've been dealing with the gaming development and gaming for so long, Like platforms like Unity are not bad. You can still get a close to Unreal Engine look, but it's just like, if you really see what Unreal Engine do, on top of the gaming development, like shit, you can build a whole game out on Unreal Engine. They just don't actually probably feel like five percent of the game or something like that. Yeah, but they gave you all. Yeah, they gave you all the software for it though. My boy was like, we could build a city and then run through different um, scenarios, and then you know how I, I was on the Iron Man shit tough. So he's like, yo, you could you could build Stark Towers, nigga, on Unreal Engine and, and have all that tech in there. We could hold meetings in the pyramid. No, that's a fact. You just got to develop. So, um, my partner Ja, um, that's the thing though. You have to you have to be able to do three D renders. Um, Bonded was in here. We had sat in another room. Fam had actually built out a whole game for a particular rap artist. And he got like 72 different stages our world has already developed. So I had my own world developed already. And I was just like, well, fam, I'm like, if we got already got the bandwidth in the, co in the collection together, I'm like, here, I'm just going to bring this over here. And we just going to drop everything all together because my particular metaverse situation is slightly different from the average one. But like I have a, like I have a whole island developed that was that's already done 3D rendered out everything I did the SketchUp mockups and I had it built out. Only thing we got to do is like backend coding in order to decide if we're gonna bring in avatars and pretty much script out because I got certain token gating access parts within my metaverse. So you can only go into certain parts if you got an NFT. Hey yo, hey DJ. 
Yeah. Yo, look at my PTR. Damn, did that shit say equitable skincare for everyone? No, I don't. <laughs> out of pocket, yo. Caught this shit on Facebook. The people black too. It's crazy. Mockery. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we, we don't never make it on the cover of no shit. We on the cover of Vaseline. <laughs> come on niggas come on niggas I know y'all got that money come on niggas oh my god uh, where are you finding this shit at <laughs> <laughs> hey that shit is on Facebook yo shit is on Facebook it's, it's, it's real too I'm like damn limited edition Juneteenth, and people got nerve to talk about the life of a Negro project. Like, you gonna say something crazy about that? You let these yeah. people solicit to you. <laughs> Jigaboo yeah, cream. but the, mm-hmm. that cra- the crazy <laughs> shit about it is cream. that <laughs> the crazy thing about it is that after you got Juneteenth uh, recognized, you basically. Uh, you open the doorway to allow other businesses to put that type of shit out, just like how you see in this Vaseline. Like, like damn. So when it wasn't about you, it was like a mockery kind of. But now when it's about you, you okay with it? So, best thing I can say is, yo, I'm really over that type of shit. Like, that ain't my life. That ain't my argument. Them ain't my problem. Because I don't play crown games. <laughs> so, if people gonna let people do this with their intellectual property, like, I'm not a, I'm, on paper, I'm not a black person, fam. And, like, my skin is not the color black either. I actually have a kind of a reddish undertone. It, I have, I, I got red tattoos all on me, fam, and you can see them. Like, so, like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really fond of that particular situation or entertaining that particular group of people's problems. Now, if if they were in, now if they were in order to franchise themselves properly, they'll be able to say something about people, you know, misrepresenting them. Because I guarantee you, they can't do that shit with no Indian. Like, fam, like you literally can't even. Um, you know that people will go to federal prison for saying that they've made Indian products if they're not um, so-called Native Americans or American Indians. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, fam. People were saying that they had Indian art and they and that it wasn't actually made by Indians. And these niggas went to the feds. It's a whole court case over this shit. Like literally, all I got to do is tell the Bureau of Indian Affairs to, to like, yeah. Man. Say ah. Uh, say ah. Uh. No, put your hand in your mouth, little boy. Bro. If y'all have children, boy. Dog, hold on. Hey, bro, I got another one for you. <laughs> I got another one. But, uh.
Um, sun, um, Discord service is tomorrow at 12 Eastern. Yeah, you coming too. Better wear your best. Go find your dress shoes, little boy. So, Prince, stop yelling at me. Any more questions? Man. Nah, you, you answer my question, bro. I'm gonna say Freight just popped up in here. What's going on? No, I'm about to say, so pretty much, um, yeah, I'm about to say, hit the gleam if you already didn't, if you already didn't catch the gleam. I'm actually about to go pop over in Discord for a minute. Make sure everybody's straight over there and all that stuff set up. And, um, yeah, I'm about to go kick it with Bear for a minute. Everybody, make sure you go get your June team ice cream, y'all. Yeah, they canceled that shit, fam. <laughs> yeah, I got the picture of my PTR. That shit wild. Yeah, they canceled I told you that. that shit opened doorways, bro. I was like, uh, y'all just open doorways to get talked about. They don't care. When you got long money, don't nobody give a fuck what people think about you when you got money. Like, that's what people, nah. like, like, bro, like, what are these people doing for you when you have a bag for you to be concerned about their opinion? Well, look, I was about to say they wouldn't know that their favorite football player's owner or the team's owner is into this type of shit. Well, you just said something. I was, I was thinking it, but nah, they... His money is actually directly related to us. I'm thinking about Robert Kraft. So over here, he doesn't sell certain shit, but in China, he he be getting crazy with it. He he'll have some stuff and be like, "Yo, I can't believe that black people would still be working for him." Then I'm thinking they probably don't know. Hell no, they don't know. They don't know. Yeah. And nor do they care if they know, because you want to know the crazy thing is that's called power, fam. You don't, like, yo, you just gonna up and quit when we about to enter into a recession and I'm your only means in order to feed your children? Like, no, you gonna have to deal with it. I ain't said directly to you, so you know what, you gonna deal with it and you gonna keep on clocking in and you gonna get this check from this racist-ass company and there ain't nothing you can do about it because you didn't establish yourself in a different position. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's pretty much how it is, unless uh, niggas want to be like Venezuela. No, that's just, that's that's like, well, he was more so speaking on a more personalized corporate situation. But, like, if an individual came out and said something out the way, and then come to find out that they racist, and then you personally don't agree with what they say, most people not going to quit that job because they need that job. That's how they're making ends meet. Especially yeah. people with children, single mothers and stuff. Let's just be real about this. A lot of yeah. the things, like, people have been put in, they've been boxed in. And that's why I keep on saying, don't let these people box you in. But you can't, because once you're there, it's so hard to get out. So hard to get out. Shit, some people ain't even prepared to fight out a fucking paper bag, goddamn a box. <laughs> like, yo, it's just like people is it's layers and levels to it. A lot of people aren't even in a position to where they can, you know, just like protect them their estates or themselves or even articulate themselves in a position that they necessarily want to. Some people know what it is that they want, but they don't know how to say it.
And that only comes through education. That's also how you remove the fear, proper education. And, like, shit, I'm not trying to have people going through them four-month, year-long courses. Shit, if you can do a hybrid if you can do a hybrid class and you can be fast-tracked, I'm the one for you. If you need a little bit more time, like, yeah, like, for real, I fast-track people. <laughs> I'm like, because I don't be... The, uh, remedial courses? I try. They, I do I do one-on-ones for people when they can't catch up because I, I, I fast-track everybody. <laughs> Hell, my son read, and he only won. <laughs> Bro, it's no limits. It's just, the, it's like you said, you mitigate the risk with knowledge. I, I say the same thing, bro. That's literally what it is. You was afraid of something because you didn't know. Now you know, you mitigated your risk. You can govern yourself accordingly. Mm-hmm. Oh, that one. Yeah, I completely oh. concur. Just like, so... Those who those who want to get it, they gonna get it. And like I said, we for sure making sure that the avenues and the platforms are available in order for our people to expand in the direction they desire. Like you don't gotta team up with us. We just want to make sure, like motherfuckers, just our people are straight. And also, like, yeah, I get benefits from putting my people in better situations in multiple ways because I'm not gonna ever put myself in a situation to where like I'm not taking care of myself you understand and it don't even got to be like monetarily like even if it's just spiritually or for my own personal well-being i get benefits from making sure i put my people in better situations shit whether or not if my children are seeing what's going on if other people are watching what's going on or whether i just feel better my damn self you done with this book little boy So, oh, as soon as I'm ready to shut it, here he comes. Look at you. There you go. Peace, y'all. What's going on? I was just um, letting people know. Well, we have we have mentioned a couple of the NFT projects and stuff, but I was letting them know we have a Sunday service in Discord tomorrow at 12 Eastern time. So, yeah, we doing the um, Discord migration. People, they've been hitting the link up top. They've been hitting the link up top for all the pinned information so that they can jump on the different platforms. But peace, bro. What's going on with you? Cooling. Just wrapping up some business. I'm about to holler at you offline, too. Let's just put some shit together. But, um, My type of around. language. Sound like cha-ching, cha-ching, crypto, crypto, cha-ching, cha-ching. Yep. <laughs> yes, sir. Nah, but um, <laughs> not to um, be misleading or anything. I know you see the room, um, the name of the room. So we were talking about um, AMA, of course, um, getting to the bag as it pertains to 1099s, UCCs, bonds, NFTs, and crypto. Bonded had came in here earlier, and I had asked him a question. I was like, how do you see a lot of these processes integrating over into the blockchain? And he was like, I personally don't. And I don't see why a lot of people would, you know, like involve themselves in that capacity for taxation. I feel the same way. Yeah, but I was explaining the difference between a DeFi and a centralized system as well. Yeah, so I mean, uh, the beauty about, all right, so the beauty about the crypto space is that you can create your wealth without forms, documents, uh, any of that. I mean, you need a little bit of information. 
which is not a hard learning curve, which is crazy. I was just on a two hour call with Solana uh, developers and um, we're talking about onboarding black wallets and all of that type of stuff. And um, so on my Twitter, I had retweeted something around 7.30 this morning and there was another gentleman by the name of Darren who's talking about that Solana made it so easy for you to build projects on top of the blockchain that you really don't have to understand you know, Rust or C++ in order to build out robust, you know, dApps or token projects or NFT projects on top of it. You can candy machine, gumball machine, you know, launch pad and definitely get something out that will make you, you know, uh, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands and possibly tens of millions, right, you know, on a platform. And I know a lot of people have invested their time learning these uh, processes, right, but there's a shorter bandwidth and more of an opportunity if you wrap your crypto knowledge around a brand that you have to get into a bag. My thoughts thought right? Because you can't really bring um, that type of vibe uh, over to the blockchain just because of the way the infrastructure is. So if you're at layer zero and so everything on layer zero, which is the infrastructure layers, the nodes, the servers, you know, the pipes between the nodes and servers, like where uh, information is flowing and consensus is being forced, right? Um, that system is just not conducive to centralized finance, right? Uh, because centralized finance is requiring large databases to be in one location, being controlled by one backend uh, database software that now uh, proliferates out to several satellite offices, which we call the cloud, right? So the the traditional understanding of what the cloud is definitely dissipates when you get into DeFi, and then there's less control, and there's more transparency too when you look at the when you look at the technology, and so they're having to rescript how all of that happens. So they're trying to force uh, physical restraints uh, on physical things and also humans to attempt to control what happens on DeFi because they know that centralized doesn't work with the technology. So really, you're really putting yourself uh, behind the eight ball if you're, uh, if you're trying to think about the way that those techniques kind of happen uh, on the ledger, on the blockchain ledger. No, I completely concur. I just want people to understand their options and what it means when you are enrolling into these particular systems. Understanding the difference between a, a centralized wallet and a DeFi wallet, being KYC, understanding the moment somebody asks you for a social security number, you may need to get the fuck up off that platform. Oh yeah, so that's real, that's real interesting. So we were talking about unbanked, um, and so surprisingly, Solana as a blockchain is 100% DeFi. Um, they oppose KYC. They promote DeFi wallets and DeFi solutions, and only support KYC where blockchain solutions not necessarily hybrid, but touch or become adjacent to centralized platforms. And they want to put together a place to phase out 
even those relationships of um, centralized adjacent platforms. Yeah, I didn't want to. Um, I didn't want to misspeak earlier, but I I could have swore that Solana was a DeFi system because I know when I set up with that particular wallet, didn't nobody ask me for no damn ID or anything, fam. But I just didn't know the direction as the blockchain as an overall if they were completely DeFi because I do know a lot of things is changing with some of these larger blockchains. But I am I'm I'm super Solana heavy, and like. I, I like I said, I've never seen a KYC from anything that I've done with Solana. They just want to verify who you are on NFT projects and stuff, so they know people not getting rugged. That's really all I've ever seen. Yeah, um, I don't think they necessarily care about policing that either. Like they would probably want to police that through software mechanisms, meaning AI, versus a KYC solution for that. You know, I, I, I'm just assuming. They don't really speak to that. And then when you go, hold on, somebody flying a drone over my shit. Here we go. <laughs> um, but yeah, when you get into, um, when you get into like understanding, you know, what DeFi is and DeFi is specifically, and then you're trying to break down, you know, all of these things that people are learning in an old system that's pretty much perishing. Right. There's just no place for, I mean, let's just talk about what you got pinned in the room, you know, you know, 1099As or, you know, UCC. Um, there's really no space for that to kind of happen on DeFi. And then, I mean, ultimately what the UCC was put forth in, in a, and that's not even Web 2 or Web 1, but just in an analog format, the blockchain forces that through its, uh, security methods to make sure that you know uh, things that are titled are now and just lack of a better vernacular bonded because of the signature and the hash that's created on the blockchain uh, and the consensus of several nodes saying that that event happened right so you know things become undeniable anymore so hence the word smart contract um, and then no human element being involved to be able to manipulate that before or after the fact, what people agree on and what people agree on. I just think that there's possibly a learning curve in our community on understanding like where the bag is in crypto and then how you attain that bag. And it's like once more of our people start to understand how to attain that bag, they're probably not just going to abandon like those methods that they're possibly learning, you know, with that information. They're going to abandon uh, nine to five jobs. They're going to abandon uh, traditional um, uh, fiat investment schemes, whether they're stocks or bonds or uh, 401ks, and a whole life insurance policy. You know, people will start to abandon all of that because it's just easier to generate the wealth share onto the blockchain. And then you can create your own individual currency to trade with other entities. You know, so if you could pin the Solana Pay video, um, I think you probably have a quicker access to it to me in there. Even in the Solana Pay video, they're talking about the fact that, you know, we're trying to make frictionless um, point of sale without a KYC process. You know, so it just makes more sense to me. I'm pinning it right now.
There we go, right there. So when we be talking about the POS system and stuff for, like, this is what we mean, like, in real time. Like, this is already existing technology. So people are just not making shit up. So basically, yeah, it's like uh, creating a suite of NFTs for, like, a business. So, like, if you own a, a boutique and you sell lashes, you know, what Solana is saying is, is for all your customers, create a rewards program. And then in that rewards, rewards program, instead of them getting a card that lives, like, in their wallet or a card that lives on their keychain that you scan every time they come into the store to give them their discount, you create an NFT. And not only does that NFT give them a discount, but that NFT actually allows them to pay. And what you did not do is pay a merchant services fee for Discover, American Express, Visa, MasterCard. And what you did not do was KYC with a bank in order to get the bank account. And you didn't KYC with a merchant services company like a first data to get the merchant services account to now input the software on your Clover to now link that to your bank. So you get paid in 24 to 48 hours, which they attach that 5% fee for cashing out same day or whatever that is, you know? No, and I, when you started saying it, even though I already know about it, I just started about thinking about all the different ways you can make money like people who actually can't make money in these particular systems. All these heavily cash-based businesses, like, and, yeah, fam, even hair salons, nails, people selling weave, hell, even people selling sex. All this can be NFT, fam. Yeah, not only can it be NFTs, so I think, you know, I think the, the big thing is, is that, um, so I'm going to just be honest, like, our people need access to capital, and the way that these, um, these methods that you have pinned in the topic are being spoken to is kind of like a, an instant capitalization process or, you know, a get, a get rich quick scheme. You know, like if you sit down and you learn these processes, if you learn UCC and then you learn tax law and you learn these forms that, you know, one day based upon your knowledge, you'll come up with a process, you know, that you'll have this large amount of cash deposited into your bank account. I'm not here to refute that that's true or not. What I am here to say is you would spend less time learning how to build out an NFT project or learning how to trade crypto and make money in a quicker amount of time. You would, you know, you would have access to capital in a quicker amount of time. But that's my money. Them my credits. I need all of that. Who told you that? You sound like me earlier. <laughs> I heard it on YouTube. Yeah, and then you got to understand, like, like the culture, the culture for our people currently is based upon like the last six hundred years of being prisoners of war, slaves, you know, whatever you want to 
whatever moniker you want to put into that, but whatever happened to us over the last 600 years to put us in a bondage subordinate role to the hegemony that's on the planet right now, you know, because we were forced not to re-educate and learning the languages and epistemological systems or just the knowledge systems period and the colonizers uh, framework, you know, you were prevented from reading, you're prevented from learning math, you're prevented from that. A lot of our communication is based upon word of mouth, right? And then, you know, they even teach that in, in our history, like, oh, even when we were on the continent, you know, and we were indigenous people, you know, the griots and everything, that's not true. You know, Timbuktu was what it was, right? You know, the first university ever built was built in North Africa by uh, North African Muslims, right? These were black folks. I know the, the Persians have been there for the last, you know, two to 3,000 years, you know, but these were black folks that built out these universities. They look just like me and you, right? And Timbuktu was what it was. And, the, and Timbuktu is much more recent than the first university system that was built there. I mean, you still had all of the universities that branched out into out Andalus, into Europe, you know, before they even hit the U.S. coast or the, the American coast, should I say. But we were a knowledge-driven people, and we need to get back to being a knowledge-driven people. And we need to get off of this, you know, circuit of really a chitlin circuit of listening to all of these people dominate, you know, YouTubes and clubhouse rooms and Twitter spaces talking about information that we're just taking people on their value because they might post a picture standing next to, you know, a Lamborghini that they might have purchased or a home they might have said that they purchased or they're holding a stack of cash or they're holding up an American Express card. That doesn't necessarily translate into information that causes you. I can't shit what you eat, you know. And, you know, these people are usually taking money from people to learn these processes. So is the money that they're spending actually coming from the courses and classes they're selling, or are they coming from the processes that they're talking about? And once we can get past that, you can learn how to code for free on YouTube. You can learn how to build an NFT product. You can learn how to do that for free. You don't need a dollar. You ain't got to pay nobody for no paperwork. You don't have to pay nobody for a process. You don't have to pay nobody for a class. You can go to YouTube right now, type in Solana NFT, and how do I release one? You can type in Ethereum NFT, how do I release one? You can watch an hour and a half video, and if you have a laptop, shit, you could do it on a phone and put together a candy machine, put some pictures and images that you bought off of Fiverr together, and now you got something that can make money. I, I just think there's a huge disconnect as to what's being promised. It gets into kind of what you were talking about last night, the man worshiping, right? You know, so we just been taught to man worship and have uh, Google complexes, you know, and I just think that comes from you know, psychological things that we deal with and uh, voids that we're trying to, you know, fill in our life, a lack of leadership, maybe in our uh, young adult or childhood that we didn't have or whatever that leadership void that might not have been filled. So then we listen to people that are quasi successful or pseudo successful. And then we say, hey, I want to identify with that. And then I also want to have that for myself. And there's always a, a paywall you know, to this information. And a lot of people, once they get on the other side of that paywall, they either spend 
you know, 20 years of their life still searching, or they get to a point and realize, you know, this is a whole bunch of bullshit because it's not going to help me in my situation right now. Like, people got rent, though. Like, the first is in, in, the first is Wednesday. People got rent, though. But what people don't understand is, is that in the NFT space, in the crypto space, you can be literally broke today and a thousandaire or a millionaire on Wednesday. I'm not selling no package for people to learn this. I'm getting my DMs and I'm going to send you a bunch of YouTubes. You know what I'm saying? Look, here, and if you got questions, you're welcome to ask me questions. That's too easy. <laughs> it's just too easy. I can't believe it. You're telling me that I can make millions of dollars without the government being involved and me potentially having to go to the federal penitentiary for utilizing instruments that I never had the ability to control? Wow. Yeah, and then people think that our technology is code, and then code is math, and then there's a learning curve, and it's, yeah, I'm going to keep it all the way a thousand. Like, I was writing code in the clubhouse room we was in for four hours yesterday. I was writing code in the Twitter space room that we were in yesterday as I was speaking, right? And let's just say the time that I studied the IRS laws or policies or the UCC, I've been coding since I was eight. Yep. Reading trying to figure out to understand UCC law was much more difficult than me learning eight programming languages and utilizing them. And the UCC hasn't made me any money. And then the answer to that in the, in the public is always, well, maybe you weren't taught the right, right process. I wasn't taught anything. I went and got the books right, and read them for myself. And then, you know, juxtaposed to the information that gets dropped by how people say that these solutions were supposed to work. You know, I end up spending a lot of money on processes, you know, and testing them out. And then I just got to a point that, you know, my burn rate on testing, you know, these theories it was starting to surpass, you know, me sustaining my life into the future. And I was like, oh, I know how to do other shit to make money. It's much more realistic, you know. And I felt the same way about the crypto space. Right? I thought all of that was a scam. But I got in and I did my research and found out, like, okay, cool. Because, I mean, I grew up using public-private keys. And, you know, I worked professionally in positions to issue public-private key pairs to not only, you know, protect email systems, but to protect databases and uh, money being transferred for large corporations and all of that. So just my thought process, you know, outside of what cryptocurrency became, you know, uh, you know, Nasir asked me, you know, did I read the Bitcoin white paper? It just sounded like the feds to me. I was like, okay, cool. And there were other versions of cryptocurrency around that I participated in, you know, prior to Bitcoin. You know, so then when the whole Bitcoin, Litecoin situation came in, I was skeptical until I saw what the market brought and I saw how, you know, um, you know, it's unfortunate that I live within the United States. I always have to watch what their play is on the regulation piece for that is, you know, so I watched all of that. And then once I saw how the market accepted it, then I became involved in it. But if I just took the, the 
46. I started programming at eight. You do the math. That's the amount of time that I've spent in learning code, executing code. And basically most of the money that I've made in my life has been based upon my technical learners. I didn't make a dime in these processes and had many teachers and plenty of teachers. Got a wealth of information though. Like to me, when you look at UCC law, it is essentially what it says it is. It is to regulate, it's a body of law to regulate international commerce. That's all it is. If I do a contract right now with somebody in Saudi Arabia and it's a commercial contract for goods and services, right? Then the UCC is beneficial to me. But the way that people are attempting to, to use it in reference to bonds that the United States corporation may or may not, or insurance policies that the United States may or may not have on my personal physical body or a name that my mother gave me when I was born. You know, I spent a lot of money finding out that I can't access that. And, you know, crypto has just made it easy. You know, if I want to go run up a million dollars over this summer, I mean, we're actively doing that. We're going to run up several million dollars over this summer because me, you, and Bonded have NFT projects, you know, that we're putting together. But I'm just saying, if I was just by my lonely and say, yo, I want to run up a million dollars because I want to go buy, you know, 200 acres of land in Belize, you know, I could, I literally had a skill set to do it. And then everybody that's on this uh, clubhouse, you know, I can give you access to the same information to learn that. And you can ask me questions. And I'm not charging no money for that. I don't need the little bit of bread that you would pay me or whatever somebody would charge as a service to learn that, like that doesn't mean nothing to me in my life for you to learn that. It's just easier to send you a YouTube video and ask you to learn it. And you ask me questions on how that makes you, you know, money. No, that's peace. And either you can, you know, take advantage of these opportunities or you can, Shit, become the new slave. Uh, I really, I, I ain't here to twist nobody's damn arm, you know? <laughs> yeah, I was just in a conversation with somebody offline earlier today, early this morning, and they were telling me about the 19, T, 19 Keys dude. And I didn't even know he was selling people access to basic crypto information that's just on the web that somebody could Google and get themselves. And he's selling three or $400 classes to tell people what a wallet is. And what a blockchain is and people are paying the money for it and you can google the information yourself and we just got to get out of the man worshiping complex that we're in say it again wow he was on my list too what you talking about who's on your list <laughs> 19 keys <laughs> Yeah, man, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, man, Darren I mean, Grace. A people, so, a lot of people might get mad, but dude is a charlatan. Can we make a shiller? That Negro, <laughs> put the look. I mean, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not here to tear a black man down, but I mean, I'm anybody that's stealing from the people, like, I mean, all right, so at the end of the day. I, I will go to lunch and kick it with a scammer and let a scammer spend the night in my crib before I kick it with a nigga like 19 keys. Because a scammer is not necessarily harming anybody else. Unless 
you talking about one of them scammers that's saying, hey, send me your bank account and all that type of shit, and then other people get harmed. But, you know, there's tons of other scams that these scammers are doing that yeah. are not directly affecting the people. But it's an even larger scam to play on people's lack of knowledge and emotion at the same time and say, hey, I know more about this in this space. And really, I'm saying all of that to say, you got $5 I can borrow? And then they send you this PDF, right? And yeah, regurgitated information that you could have found on your on your own. Oh, and cool. then they then they talk down on the public low key. It's all cultism in the sense of I got enough followers to follow me. Then I'm gonna create a language to reflect the culture of we will out cast outsiders or people who go against how I deliver the information. So what that does is get people to are you in or you are are you in or are you out? And if you speak or ask questions that can show that you a thinker, you will be cast out. You will be blocked from the Instagram live. You will be disfellowship, right? And that's what creates that culture where you can mention, like, you know, you could have downloaded that off of Google. Like, oh, you a hater. See, that's the problem. It's like, no, I, I'm just telling you, you could have got it for free, but you enjoy spending your money or connecting your come up or your growth to how much money you spend. And that is a problem for the individual. But to each their own, you know. Uh, yeah, some people are directly connected to it. If I don't spend money on it, then I ain't do nothing. But, you know, you can rewrite and do something like add information to your brain, right? But they rather spend the dollar. They rather trust another man going back to the complexes that, we, that some people suffer from, from their childhood or. So the camel back on what, what the brother's saying. Yeah, we don't need, we don't need five dollars. Matter of fact, let's do this. It's time to give away crypto tokens. Um, the first person to drop their phantom wallet in the chat, I'm giving away 25,000 T-Mall tokens right, right now. Drop your phantom wallet. You're getting 25,000 tokens today. If you don't know what a phantom wallet is, just ask... To make it plain, because I know y'all. DeMarco, y'all already got tokens, bro. Chaz ain't getting tokens, so Chaz getting the tokens. Hey, 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 look, you said drop your wallet, I drop my wallet, man. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> y'all already got it. The, them wallets is getting dropped whenever you say drop it, bro. <laughs> I'm about to drop the app for y'all. No, I'm gonna drop. Um, I'm gonna drop Chaz. I'm gonna drop Samurai. I'm gonna drop twenty-five thousand tokens apiece, bro. Yeah, which I'm not me personally. I'm not charging y'all for no crypto classes, nothing. And y'all may think these tokens are worthless, but we got a big push behind these projects that we drop in. Trust one, babies. The life of a Negro. Uh, play clips is coming this summer. We got another huge project behind the boards we're not talking about right now because we think it's going to rival Board 8 Yacht Club, you know, just the way that our thinking is and the people we got attached to it and the brands we got attached to it. So 
Yeah, I'm gonna drop these tokens. I gotta run to a graduation party too. So I'm gonna drop the tokens and then I'm gonna be out. But if y'all set up a room later, I'll come back in. All right. Um, no, nah, bro, I'm about to say, I don't be on all day stuff. I be trying to let people live their life. Y'all want to tap in with these same, you know, on this same particular frequency, for sure. Make sure y'all come over to the Discord tomorrow for Sunday service at 12 Eastern time. And we'll build on some of these documents and these processes. But for sure, I said after Sunday service, we having an NFT workshop. So bring your ideas. We can we can move NDNAs around and all of that stuff so everybody feel comfortable on their project. I'm transparent like that, but I want to make sure we getting it done. So, I'm not saying anybody got any closing statements, any questions before we get up out of here. You got five dollars, I can borrow. Yeah, bro, send me your send me your Phantom wallet. <laughs> there you. That's how I'm doing, people. Send me your Phantom wallet. <laughs> Well, it was a pleasure hosting with everybody, you know. I'm glad everybody came out. We was able to get some some understanding in place. And I hope to see you all tomorrow. Tap y'all got any questions, tap in with me on any of my social media and um even a Discord. If y'all wasn't able to find it, just shoot me a message back here and then I'll make sure everybody get on. Right. So I'll tap in with y'all in a minute. Peace. Hey man, I'm gonna start another group though. You just start house yeah i'm gonna start one all right just gonna clock down this room because it was real formal so yeah just, yeah we, yeah i'll just start another one they have to just find it <laughs> they go just gonna have to find it yeah, gonna... I, ain't, I ain't really tripping but we can chop it up about you know, <laughs> it won't be as formal y'all can but... see his room <laughs> all right so i'll be with y'all in a minute all right all right so